pretty yeah, good. Totally it? cutting that up and turning it into a sound bite. <laughs> I did that on the way here. I was like... <laughs> That's the intro. <laughs> That's the cold open, guys. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Missing the Joke, guys. It's, it's been a minute since we've uh, we've gotten together like this, but um, hey, I'm really excited to uh, to get together tonight. We've had some great responses on Instagram. Um, we've got some good topics to talk about. We're gonna try to uh, go light on some of our heavy topics that we've had <laughs> recently. Uh, some some Star Wars and politics. We'll, we'll try to go light on that. So. We plan to go light on politics, and then the Middle East blew up. Right, so right. there you go. Politics section over. <laughs> All right, that's it. We got our number one main joker joining us tonight, Connor. Friend of the podcast. Uh, how many times have you been on? Just once? Once as a guest, and then once in the background. You were in the background uh, shooting photos for us. That's right. That one night. No, so two wait, times as a guest. Wait, I was about to say, Connor, it's been more because we had him on last time. It was. And then we had him on for another time before that. And then the, we, there was the day where we reviewed uh, The Last Jedi, and I think you were in. Were you, I was in he the was background. in the room. He was in the background for that. Yeah. And then he took. No, no, no. And then he was in the background for another one because you, he was would taking. You, would you consider that a live show? It was almost a live show because we had a live audience. Well, how will I think we should do a live show? We with we a live need to audience. do a live show. We have the uh, we have the people. We know the people who yeah. would love to host us. It's been discussed <laughs> way back in the day. Oh, it would be so good. That would be really good. That would be really good. All right. Well, it is currently the day before Thanksgiving. I've already had one Thanksgiving meal. That's the nice part about being married. You get one set of parents and the other set of parents sometimes. That's nice. Have either, have either of you had Thanksgiving yet? I've had a Thanksgiving breakfast today. It was a, m- more of a it. brunch because it was later in the day. Um, it was really good. Biscuits, bacon, eggs, pretty much everything. Yeah, potatoes. Classic. Yeah. I love like when you have family over for Thanksgiving. That breakfast is always like the best breakfast of the year. Because, you know, Christmas's breakfast is just crap because you're like, what do we do first? Do we go to gifts? Do we do this? And it's like, let's eat quickly. And I'm like, I would like to eat. You yeah. know, I don't want to like <laughs> scarf down food. Yeah. But anyway. Funny thing is, uh, I'm the one who provided the biscuits. So I went to uh, Walmart yesterday yeah. to go get biscuits. And you know all the Pillsbury? That's like the good Gone. brand. Yeah. Uh, all out. All out Gone. of the biscuits. I could have gotten pizza rolls if I wanted to, but I don't think they would have gone for that. No. So, uh, yeah, generic brand, great value. They were pretty good biscuits. So. Well, you put butter on something. It's good. Oh, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. We live in the South, guys. Let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would, I would eat butter if there was butter on it. <laughs> Do you want some butter? Can you put some butter on that? And you put salt on it, too. <laughs> I'll eat it thin. Put some bacon fat on it. <laughs> and they wonder why. The obesity rate is so high here. I remember the first time I made my parents laugh was that uh, I was like eight years old and we were going to Toad Suck and they were talking about, oh, Mike, you're going to love Toad Suck. It was deep fried this. And I knew Toad Suck was famous for deep fried everything. And I said, 
deep fried X, deep fried that. What's next? Deep fried cigarettes. And I remember my mom just like giggling a little bit. I was like, <laughs> the jokester. Could we pull up a clip and listen to it? So to give you context, the uh, the union boss for uh, Teamsters was in a hearing with this Senator Mullins from Oklahoma. He's a Republican, right? Yes. Not that it really matters. It kind of matters. It helps and, give a little uh, bit of context, I guess. So I'll read some of the context a little bit. Uh, he's challenging this union boss right now. Now, let's talk about Mr. O'Brien himself, his behavior. As everybody knows in this hearing, the last time <laughs> him and I kind of had a back and forth. I uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you tweeted at me one, two, three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Um, it said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office. So that's the senator talking right now. And uh, the Teamsters union boss, is he's saying, oh, he's not self-made. He's not da-da-da-da-da. Because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution? Every problem. No, no. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. You're a United States senator. Act it. Okay. This whole uh, this whole rumble. Oh, he stood up. By the way, like he took his ring off. He was ready to go. You know who stopped him? Bernie Sanders. Number one, what's Bernie going to do, right? Hold on. <laughs> stop it. No. That's <laughs> right. But, uh, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Tim. it. Hold it. If Hold we on. can. No, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. God knows the American people have enough. Of I love how it's like, no, you can't respond. However, you could keep going, though, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, that's just, that's a meme right now. He, uh, okay, by the way, the leader of the Teamsters Union, just not to get political, you know who the last, uh, oh my God, now I'm, now I'm losing it. You guys know who the one of the last big dudes in uh, government to, to go off on the Teamsters Union leader was? Jimmy Hoffa. They can't find Jimmy Hoffa's body. Oof. It's gone. Like, there's a huge, like, conspiracy about where is Jimmy Hoffa's body. Because he's not alive anymore. You go against a union boss, you're gone, you know. Anyway, no, but I'm just saying, like, eh, the cahoons on this guy. Very large, very large. Anyway, all right. That was my <coughs> only political stuff for tonight. Other than that, we've got other stuff to talk about, and I'm super excited, too. <laughs> Connor, it looks like you got something to say. No, no. Just, we, I'm just watching the flow. Can we get a reaction for that, Connor? Oh, my gosh. Okay. There we go. 
All right, so our first uh, item on this agenda, uh, Spotify, the uh, the new artist uh, payment policy. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Are you guys? I haven't. I have not. I'm not a Spotify artist anymore. Anymore? No. Were you ever? I mean, you we were, were mentioned we were, on Zodiac Track. We but. were, but that's it now. We were mentioned. So Spotify actually um, went the route of uh, what YouTube did several years back, back in 2018, I think, um, where if you're not getting enough listens, you're not going to get any money. So you have to make a, meet a minimum threshold of listens before you start seeing a check. Oh, I remember when YouTube did that. It was their partnership program or whatever, Something right? like yeah. that. Yeah, but YouTube, it's like you have to have both 1,000 subscribers minimum and a th- or 100 some number of subscribers and some number of minutes uh, total watched in a year. To Were they paying it. more, though? I don't know. I don't think so. So Spotify's got a minimum now. Um, but, you know, the equivalent, the minimum equivalent is like 24 cents. Like you got to be making 24 cents before you can even see any of that money. Oh. Like that's, a day? That's, or just you have to make more than total. that? I think, oh. I, think it's, uh, I think it's calculated by all-time listens. Oh. Well, that's yeah. nice. So, I think there are people who are upset about this, but come on, it's twenty four cents. Jasper, how much money did you make from YouTube? Uh, I know I c- you made a little bit. Right? I can announce uh, from YouTube. I only was able to cash one hundred dollar check um, before they started the partnership program. Oh, there you go. That, uh, and I, I wasn't qualified for that. Um, Spotify, though, uh, I announced recently that my one of the, my most popular track on Spotify is the Lo-Fi Cantina Band, which you've heard right. at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Uh, that has made 200,000 streams all the time. Oh, my and God. It's, it's been freaking amazing. Uh, I do, arguably, it is the best Lo-Fi rendition I was, yeah, of that it is true. particular track. That if is the best Lo-Fi yeah, version. If you go song. listen to any of the other ones, and you listen to this one, this will blow you away. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. I, I I think it objectively is. It pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty uh, good. So yeah, it's made a hundred uh, two hundred thousand streams, and I've been able to cash in five hundred six hundred dollars from that. Wow. But that's over the course of only three years. Still though, uh, it's 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 a good bit of money, but that was a lot. That's a lot of streams for that much money. But that is to say, I can release anything now, and I'll get I'll see some of that check, you know, some of that money from. Uh, the other songs. Because... Did it gain you any followers? Oh, yeah. I think I have 69 wow. followers. Wow. Hey, there you go. Wrong answer. No. <laughs> Wait, what's the... It's it's nice. Oh, nice. 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 All right. I mean, I, you guys got me last episode with that uh, General Kenobi thing, right? I think I gave the I do think we did, that. yeah. Yeah. I'm not in on the trends anymore. Yeah. What is that? Well, I am a dad now. And I also work at a school. So you'd think that, like, combined with those things, that I'd be the coolest guy ever. But no, I'm missing out on the trends too much. Uh, I've never been in with the trends. But, dear Lord, it is so much harder to figure out what the trends are these days. You're a trendsetter, Jasper. I'm a trendsetter. I, I feel like that sometimes. I feel like that most times. Are you in with the trends, Connor? When I was a barista, yes. <laughs> the moment I left, no idea. <laughs> That uh, what was that one year of your life? Of your one year and career? one year and two months. I was very cool. You were my favorite barista, though. There were a few <laughs> that I was like, they're almost on level with Connor. 
But no, no. Overall, Connor, you... I just can't find a coffee shop with the barista like you anymore. Well, it's because he's, he's not at any coffee shop right. anymore. So, coffee shops, hit me up. Connor is a <laughs> one of a kind. They need to move in into management, but like well-paid management instead of like dog crap management. Yeah, I, I'm a person who believe that if you're a local coffee shop, I'm definitely questioning your management style. <laughs> If you're a larger coffee shop, I'm also questioning your management style. If you're just in business in general, I'm questioning your management style. That's 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 quite a that's quite a broad opinion there, Jasper. At least it's universal. There's no bias whatsoever. So, what do you guys think of this uh, payment policy? Fair? Too not 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 fair? Or like get over it? I think I should be paid to listen. Ooh, yeah. Do you know how much work that is? I remember me and Jasper were going for the top 1% of, who was that guy who does all the Skyrim music? Oh, yeah. What was uh, his name? Jonathan Jordan. No. Uh, Jeremy Seal. Yeah, Jeremy Seal. I remember Jasper made it to like top, top one-tenth of 1%. Yeah, I was pretty close. Wow. Like he might have been his number one listener. I don't know who would have listened. Like, I can't understand somebody who would have listened to him more. Like, you got to go be going 24-7 with that stuff, right? And, I mean, the thing is, I just don't remember listening to him that much. Right? I mean, I listen to him quite a bit, but uh, especially lately, it's it's not that much. Got to wait for Spotify wrapped. Right. That's coming out wait. soon, right? Yeah, I got an email about it saying, hey, get ready for it. It's coming out soon. I can't wait. They're doing that with podcasts now, too, if you listen to podcasts on Spotify. (laughs) You were the top one-tenth of one percent of Missing the Joke (laughs) listeners. Guys, if if any of you you are our number one listener... (laughs) Does it show how many monthly listeners the podcast has? I can look that up, uh, but I will do that later. Not right now. Here's what I think. It really sucks for little bands not to be paid anything. Like, that sucks. But uh, as a business, I know they don't want to just pay any little non-verified artist, right? There's too much just crap content out there. Yes. There's there's people uploading, um, like, noise uh, for people to play at night. Yes. There's people uploading pure silence. I've done that before on YouTube. Made some money out of that. Uh <laughs> Made a whole there, video out of wasn't it. Wasn't there a band who did that for a whole album to make money? Oh yeah, it's it, it made news, um, and Spotify took them down. Because uh, of course, why would you do that? That's it's stupid. such a waste of 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 Spotify money, uh, and they're already. Well, I mean, I'd like to say they're already they're having a hard time as it is trying to make money off of this business model of music streaming. But I don't know. Uh, Spotify pay your artists more. I say that as an artist. Uh, uh, I don't care much about that money, but there are artists who that's the only thing they're doing. So yeah, pay them more a little bit. <laughs> Jasper, have you looked at our uh, our rating on Spotify? I have not. <laughs> we're I've... we're a four point five <laughs> <laughs> with four with four ratings. I forgot that Spotify exists as a platform, a podcast platform, and uh, I never check the Spotify rating. So this is the first time we've checked. First time I've checked. Can we please check them? I want to see who's done it. 
It's probably Connor because he's laughing about it so much. <laughs> he's probably left us the not five star review on Spotify. I really hope you know what I hope the person who left us a four star said. Room for, room for room for improvement. Room for so I can't find if there's a way to read reviews on Spotify. I don't think there's a way to, can't to write them. So, um, I think it's just ratings on Spotify. But um, look, Apple Podcasts is totally still a thing. Um, <laughs> I think I'm the only one who uses it. Do we have uh, Do we have any new reviews from Apple? I'm I'm uh, I'm checking it up. Yeah, or uh, looking it up. We uh we have actually two new reviews since last time we've looked at oh this. Oh my god. Um Brosive Walsh two years ago. Oh no, I think we've read that one. Okay, before. we might Go have ahead. read this one. Looking forward to the next episode. <laughs> so are we. Yeah. So are we, Brosive Walsh. Well it's here. Enjoy. <laughs> here we are. Giving you what you wanted. Five stars. Uh meaning we had to uh read it on the podcast. Next one. From May 5th, 2023. This is more recent. Uh, DJ Rico 321. Five stars. Title, blah. Just blah. Uh, he says, they need to release more. Yes, we do. And then like a, a kind of like a uh, face emoji, right? Would you would you not say that is what the, the face that's making? Uh, I didn't notice the emoji, but uh, now I've uh, what, exited what out. What noise it. would that be making to you, Connor? Make that noise that you're seeing right now. Uh. It's the squinting eyes, open mouth. I well, they can't see emoji. And it, would you not say that's the noise it's making? Make that noise that you're seeing right now, Jasper. Eh. That's not the noise I'm seeing. You made more teeth. There's not a whole lot of teeth in there. Mm. Uh. Like. <laughs> Yoda death sound, Lego <laughs> Star Wars Yoda death. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> or the the Anakin death sound. <laughs> so that's our. Oh uh, no, no Star Wars. Sorry, no Star Wars. That's the uh, light on Star Wars. So we're good. That's our uh, our segment on the reviews and ratings. Um, but yeah, wrapping up that whole topic. Uh, Spotify. Yeah, pay your pay your artists more. Do you think? Connor is like probably the the one of us who would have something in the future that's gonna like actually take off. Oh yeah, for sure. Connor, what do you think about the Spotify thing? You know, with the Spotify, I guess when you think from the perspective of artists who get millions and millions of plays, do those checks add up when they have an album with eight songs that get twenty million streams each? Because if you think about the lack of money on the sale of records, you know, vinyl, CDs, compared to everything's just streaming now. Right. So do they really get most of their money from the Spotify revenue? Or do they just need these multiple different sources because they're each so small? Yeah, I think artists, from what I've read, they make their money, they're living just doing live shows and, uh, you know, selling merch. There's you you have to be making several that million streams, uh, you know, a year to be able to, you know, get a decent living right. just off of streams. So you there's know, no way. You know who is doing that off of one song residuals off of one song, Mariah Carey. Oh, do you know what that song yeah. is? The the only the greatest Christmas the, okay, song. The only Christmas oh. song that you know from her ever. 
Right. And the reason why you know it, I'm not saying it's the greatest ever. Like, that's not my opinion. That is by record sales. Oh, yeah. Like, It and White Christmas are like the the two biggest Christmas songs ever. And that's, uh, you can't debate that. That's what they just are by record of sale. It's crazy that the top 10 pop or the top 40 every Christmas has like three post 2000 Christmas songs on it every year, right? Especially like post 1970, all these big 60s, 50s, and 40s Christmas songs. Mm. I have a question about that though. Yeah. Um, is it possible to create new Christmas music? Do you think there's going to be any more new Christmas music that actually just becomes a classic? They're trying. I, every time They're trying. an artist that I follow releases something Christmas themed, <laughs> it's the I, same ten songs. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, it's like it could have been a, a regular cringe pop song with just some jingle bells added to it. Right. <laughs> um, you know what's really stupid? This might, this might, people might be like, Micah, you're that's ridiculous. Uh, Don really likes this one album, and I've come to like it too. What's her name? Oh God, I'm gonna forget it now. The Santa, tell me that you really oh. care. She's a what's her name? I who are oh, you? what's her name? It's every female pop star ever, but one Ariana Grande. Oh, she's got some good stuff. Mm. Um, but here's my problem, Jasper. There's two ways you can do a Christmas song as a modern pop artist. Number one, you can one-for-one one remake the old version of the song, right? Which is okay. It's, it's a great easy. version. It's but safe. then it's just, why? it's like, hey, why, why not just listen to the original, right? Yeah. Or you make your own version of that song, and it's not as good as the original. So it's like, you're darned if you do, darned if you don't. Um, and here's why. Same album Ariana Grande does last Christmas, but instead of talking about, like, let me read you the lyrics. Connor, could you pull up the lyrics to Last Christmas by Wham really quick? I want to compare these lyrics. Here was the problem that I had with her. Connor, could you read the first verse of Last Christmas by Wham? Listen to this. But, but after the chorus, like the first, the first verse. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year. It doesn't surprise me. Right? What a great line. Beautiful. Twice bitten. No, once bitten and twice as shy. Right? Now listen to Ariana Grande's first verse. Thought we belonged together. At least that's what you should. should that's, at least that's what you said. I should have known better. You broke my heart again. I Boy, you blew be, it. I would not want to be singing that. How could Christmas. you do it? Mm. And then, uh, Connor, read the second verse. A crowded room, friends with tired eyes. I'm hiding from you and your soul of ice. My God, I thought you were someone to rely on. Me, I guess I was a shoulder to cry on. A face on a lever with a... What is it? A face on a lever with a fire in his heart. A man undercover, but you tore me apart. Oh, oh. Now I found a real love. You'll never to- fool me again. Never fool me again. Now never. listen to her verse. How could you leave me Christmas morning? You broke my heart with no warning. Boy, you blew it. How could you do it? <laughs> you know, this guy's just really messing everything up. I told Don, it's the definition of vapid. 
vapid lyrics where there's really no meaning. You, it's rinse and repeat, like you said, Jasper. It's it's a pop song with little uh, little jingle with bells, little jingle bells behind track. it, dude. Those two verses of Wham. Number one, great writing, by the way, like great lyrics. You can tell that's actually something that he probably, George Michael probably felt and was writing about. And then you have, I'm not saying it's Ariana Grande because you know she's got 15 ghostwriters and a whole load of producers doing this stuff yeah. for her. And they're only writing what's popular and what's catchy anymore. But it's sad that we can't make popular and catchy actually have some sort of depth and meaning anymore. Right, and I'm not saying that one song speaks for everything, but it kind of does at the same time. Right. I mean, I think that's something that we found out as uh, songwriters ourselves, Connor. Uh, we were all in a band together that never released anything on Spotify <laughs> yet. Uh, yet, there's still, still time. Uh, Subscribe to Jokers <laughs> Only for a special. Performance, but it's it's hard to write lyrics, right? So it is. I, I do know that lots of lots of uh, artists that make a lot of money they don't use their own lyrics. Do you like listening to full albums or just like singles? Singles. Uh, I will say this: I listen. <laughs> I know that was not the answer. Come on, man! <laughs> you can leave now. Sorry. Well, uh, wait, wait, wait. Define what? What do you mean? Okay, so like, if you're listening, okay. For example, you find an artist that you're interested in, you want to listen to some of their stuff. Do you find a CD or like a full album that you play, or do you find their best of playlist? So it's not all of the songs in a single album, but it's all of the all of their top songs, all of their best songs in a playlist, not necessarily in the same album. I love listening to full albums, especially at work, because like if I want to listen to um, a particular sound, like I, I listen to a song, I'm like, I want 30 minutes of that. Mm. So that's, that's why I go for an album at work. Cause you know, I can sit there for 30 minutes, hack some coding out. And mm. cause that's what I, I do at work, hack and code. Um, and yeah, but like so many people just like to listen to like their top songs. Right. Just to put it into the perspective. So my favorite band is journey. My Spotify rap two years ago, my top three songs were Don't Stop Believin', original, Don't Stop Believin', live in Houston, Don't Stop Believin', re-recorded. But I go around saying Journey, favorite band, love them. But for me, I'm very guilty of, I get those five songs from an artist I like, put them on loop, and I that's agree. just me. Do you like listening to those different versions of Don't Stop Believing back to back? Usually, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Usually when I'm at the gym, I have a playlist. I just loop them. Just don't stop believing. That's right. yeah. <laughs> There's a f- cover uh, okay. songs in I it. I really don't stop. Okay, I'm going to be honest. There's a few songs where that is the case, where when if I listen to it, I want to listen to every version of it because it's like you almost get in like a a mood for that song. I'll think of it in a second. There was one just recently. That actually happened to me the other day with uh, Tetris, the theme song. I watched the the movie on Apple uh, Apple TV the other day. It's pretty good. Uh, (laughs) Live in Houston. Wait, no, that's. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so go ahead, Conrad. To answer your question, there are times when I'll have an artist that has an album, and I'll look at it and I'll notice there are three songs. 
that I really like on this one album. And so then I'll sit down and go through, listen to the whole thing. And usually I find out there's more songs on that same album, kind of like you were saying, that I end up loving just as much. I think for me, it depends on the artist. Mm. And it also depends on the genre. Like when I'm playing like old classic rock, like Sabbath or ACDC, I'm going to listen to that whole album. Of course. Because it's they one to like, and not just randomized or shuffled, but from beginning to the end. Because back then, people used to write albums as like a one flow to the next sound really good. Right. And I mean, that's still common to do. And, and for the most part, when you release an album, the artist is thinking about how the songs sound together yeah. they're thinking about that transition hosier was a great example of that with yes. his latest album of how it, the the song transitions to the next one now if you're talking about like new music or like worship music i really don't like just picking an elevation album and listening to it <laughs> from one end to the end because like that it's not like they just released echo the angels and uh i went is that through a christmas album and I, yes, and I went through and tried to listen to the whole thing. Couldn't do it. So I just ended up picking the ones that I recognized. And uh, like I wouldn't go back through and listen to that again. Like It's very rare for me to find a modern album that I want to listen to the whole thing. Mm. Well, that's the thing. Also, uh, whenever I'm... A lot of newer artists they tend to just upload singles and after single after single right. instead of you know put them all together and wait for an album i.e zodiac track <laughs> right make an uh, album already grant right God dang it. um and that definitely turns me away from getting into an artist if i see that oh they only have a couple of singles but i get it it is hard to uh to to make 30 minutes worth of music uh or i guess an hour of music however long a long play is uh but and it takes me back just just listening to whole albums. You guys are looking at my vinyl stack right here by the couch. I listen to whole albums, like whole mm. records. Do you think too that before the age of digital music and most everybody you know now is able to write a song at home with their laptop and a keyboard, publish it on Spotify just kind of from their own home, versus you know forty fifty years ago. Whereas something like that, where you have one record, you want to put as much as you can on it and put it out there. Whereas now people can just kind of sit at their desk and write a song and put it on Spotify and then do that, wash, rinse, and repeat. Yeah, I'm definitely worried that that's kind of where we're going in the music industry. And I'm like, no, I want I want you know an hour long of, of an album. You know, Keep doing that, guys. But yeah, I think we're, <laughs> we're definitely losing that vibe. Uh, as as newer newer bands emerge and you know from their garages, newer garage bands emerge. So they used to call it outsider music. Mm. When, like, I don't know if you guys know who Daniel Johnston is, or the Shags. Oh, the Shags! Please tell me you know who the Shags. Yeah, are. I don't know who the Shags are. I can't. My pal name is Foot Foot. I can't. My pal's name is Foot Foot. Foot Foot. Boomch. You don't know that song. Can oh, I play Jasper. it really quick? Just yeah. like a really quick clip. Oh, Jasper, you're going to love this. Isn't he going to love this? It's it's honestly pretty I know, good. I know, God, are you... It's you know. it's a little bit experimental, but, you know, it's okay. I remember... It's, they have... Okay, the Shags... You got to know this story really quick. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just going to play My Pal's Foot Foot. My Pal's name is Foot Foot. Foot, foot. Yo, 
always likes to roam. My pal's name is Footfoot. I never find him home. I go to his house. I think you showed this to me once. People come out and say, Footfoot, don't live here no more. I think one of the best things I saw was one of the girls from the Shags. She did a live performance of one of their songs. Yes. And she had this professional band behind her. Yes. And it was so hilarious yeah. to watch these 40-year-old professional musicians trying so hard to play incorrectly. I've never seen a guitarist more focused in my life. Like they had, Jasper, they, they're these guys who made it their passion project to go through and notify or note. Oh, transcribe. Transcribe. All oh of my the gosh. songs and how they got just everything goofy wrong, and then play it, and they they pretty much replayed it. Right. Like they even noticed like what the guitars were tuned to because they were obviously out of tune. Oh yeah, and they played it out of tune. Like, mm. um. So anyway, outsider music. That's that's the type of stuff that you get right, and you still get that nowadays, right? Yeah. With people who don't have a professional recording setup, uh, and some people. Uh, act like it's not a problem, and their their music is really goofy, like the Shags, right? And then you have a bunch of people who know that their setup is not that great, and they embrace it. Uh, like um, what's the band? Owen and Jack's band. Oh, Arg Arguiathapetation. Oh, shout out. Where it is some of the best music on Spotify because they embrace the erratic nature of just like what what the heck did i just listen to right like they embrace that is what they're going for so like i think i so if i gave my opinion i personally like that we're moving away from i have to have a, a record deal to release my music and instead, I can literally, if I have a big enough following on some sort of social media, oh, I can that have a part million I'm not people listen. That to part it I'm right not now. arguing about. Right. I love that we have right. this ability to just skip that middleman. Sure. Um, I'm just. I think my main issue is, um, I still want to listen to a longer, cohesive pieces of yes. work more than a three minute piece. Of I work. think we'll get there. I think we'll eventually get there because there's some some bands that are making it, but. Uh, I don't know. Time will tell. The free hand of the market will tell. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Wrapping that uh, conversation up, that's that was some good good discussions on music industry, Spotify. Um, anybody switching to Apple Music anytime soon? Or we're all Spotify people. <laughs> no. They pay their artists more. But no? Okay. <laughs> good for them. It's like somebody asking me, are you switching to Apple TV soon from uh, from Hulu? No. No. Even though their stuff is way better. No. Okay. Well, the the argument on that is that the the, the streaming mu- music streaming market are is slightly different from the television streaming market in the fact that you're probably gonna find most of the same bands on both streaming platforms on music streaming platforms, but every uh, TV streaming platform has exclusive deals. And so you right. have to be subscribed to Netflix if you want to watch like Stranger Things or whatever, and you have to be subscribed to Hulu if you want to watch um, Scrubs or whatever it is. So I, that's that's a little bit of a hard compare the way you you put that, but um, I mean I do see part of your point. Do you remember when we predicted that they'd start bundling 
TV subscriptions like television used to do? I don't remember predicting that specifically. It was years we ago. have we have talked about streaming um giants in the past, but um did we ever predict that it would be this disconnected at first? I feel yeah, like we that's something about that we how saw it was coming. gonna it was gonna roll back around to Oh well I want Peacock and I want HBO and I want all of this, but I don't want to pay seventy dollars for all of them. Well, here's this company offering a bundle for fifty bucks for all of them. It's like, well, we're right back at television where oh, we right. started. Or all you right, can do you... what most people are probably doing, only paying for one streaming service while their show is going on that they want to watch. And when they're finished right. with that show, mm. cancel it. But on another streaming service, I think we need to go else. back to like when Vimeo and YouTube had everything for free, bootleg, bootlegging. Ooh, yeah. You guys remember when you could watch literally any show you wanted on YouTube? I've done that a couple times uh, on YouTube. In 480p. Yeah, 480. Like it was filmed on a potato. Uh, 480p if you were lucky. It was 144p most likely. Oh, yeah. Right? On one, 144p, it was always sped up or slowed down just a little bit so the algorithm wouldn't catch right. it. Um, Refer- split it up into mirrored like five image. Di- mirrored image, different. split up into five different videos, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. There was like uh, the audio was distorted or. Right. Um, it was like in a corner with some other stuff in the video. <laughs> Love that. That is a historical part of YouTube to me. Mm. Next topic. Um, I feel like it's hard to keep up with trends these days. I mentioned that. Uh, partly, <laughs> We've said that several times. Partly because um, what what's happened to um, what used to be known as Twitter. What um, is it called now? It's called X. Why? Look. <laughs> don't question elon musk what is it wait what is it called it's called x y x y z x y z like it's the same reason the the tesla models are named x three s e no s three x and then y yeah spacex i can't tell if elon musk is actually cool or like a reddit mod like he's either or, like sometimes it's like ah oh, that was that was cool, and then sometimes it's like, why was that the cringiest thing ever? He's literally posting death threats now on X, and uh, what do you mean by that? Well, let me look it up. Like, did he say? <laughs> he said something. <laughs> I will kill you. Something like I've got. Uh, I read something uh, earlier today. Actually, uh, I've got a. Uh, valley of bodies, and I'm not afraid to add to it in response to some tweet or something. Uh, that kind of stuff. Some anti-Semitic mm. stuff going on. Um, that's what caused a bunch of high-profile companies to pull their advertising this week. From X? From X. Yeah. I really don't think he cares anymore. X is just like his personal passion project. He lately. bought it because he had to. Uh, he wanted to. He tried to pull it out. Yeah. Uh, really bad at that game. We're gonna we have we have to take a little break for that. Um, Elon Musk pull out game bad, really? What's even funnier is he has like ten kids, which like makes that joke even funnier, right? That that was the intention of that joke. Yeah, very um, good, very good. So my review of your joke <laughs> four out of five stars, leaving I, room for improvement. I look I tried to get out of that without laughing and just like move on, but right. Jasper's I thought at about it for too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, getting back on topic. So wait, um, wait, wait, hold on. I wanna hear well, I guess we really can't say the things that he said on here. 
I see. I see. I can't pull them up because I got rid of the app. I've mm. completely pulled out. My pullout game is strong. I've pulled out. That's of, debatable. I've pulled deliberate. I've pulled out of all social media. Okay, that's good. Though, I am I disconnected, guess. so I have no idea what happens. I have to go to YouTube for my news, and YouTube is like a week or two behind what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, YouTube is is not a great place to look for trends, even. Watching some of my favorite YouTubers who you know report on this stuff, uh, Philip DeFranco tries to stay keep up with it. We'll get into some of the um, latest dramas that people have submitted to Instagram. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've I've deleted the app. I, well, I really deleted the app whenever they changed the icon over from that bird to the X. I hate that. What like, do they still call it? Making a tweet? I have no idea. It's called Xing. Zit. It's called Xing, Xing no. or uh, Zeting? Zet. I've heard Zets. I've Zet. I've heard Zet. <laughs> that makes me not care anymore. I really don't care. Did you ever care, Micah, uh, about Twitter? Yeah. No. Okay. Not at all. Moving on. Uh, Instagram. Uh, I liked until I realized it's owned by Meta, oh. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Meta, where I've heard that name before. Facebook, yeah. How long did it take for you to realize that they, like they've owned years ago. Instagram for, for like almost a, a decade, decade now. now? Yeah, said so that at the same time. Well, I realized, oh, that's why Facebook is trying to look more like Instagram all the time, right? And Facebook is just crap. So I've moved on over to. Uh, th- I'm still on Instagram. I'm I per- well. I don't prefer their their algorithm over to TikTok. Uh, I just don't want to install TikTok. Um, you don't want to insult TikTok? And I don't want to install it. Oh, uh, no, I'm uh, good. Uh, but hey, you know what we could do? If we really wanted the Missing the Joke podcast to take off, we could take little sound bits of us and react to it on TikTok with dances. Yeah, yeah. That would could make generate lots of lots of views. We could get TikTok famous. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay staying off that platform for now. I... I will occasionally waste time on Reels. I'll, I'll admit that. Uh, Reels is my time-wasting YouTube shorts will suck me in. Yes, YouTube shorts will I'll have to will pull do that. myself out. Pull out Game Strong. You pull out Game There yeah. Strong, is it? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I'm on Threads, actually, um, after... Is that on Facebook? It is a Facebook uh, okay. platform as well. It is It is more related to Instagram. In fact, whenever you uh, when you open up either app you have no idea which one you're opening because the lock the launch screen looks Meta pretty much identical yeah um but yeah i i'm liking their their algorithm um a lot better than what whatever the crap x is doing these days um they're a good mix of who i'm actually following and then whenever i finish all of those uh posts you know whatever suggested but it's still it's it's very hard to keep up with you know all those trends. I liked when Instagram used to say, you're caught up. You remember when you would yeah. go through your feed nice. and then you would end at the feed and it would be like, you're caught up from yesterday. And, and so that's when you you know swipe up yep. and close and the app out. And right. I think, I think uh, Meta figured that out and uh, got rid of that feature. Do you guys remember when Instagram got rid of the following section where you could see the activity of people you follow? Yes. It's still there, guys. It's just really well hidden. Really? Yeah. Let me uh, let me see if I can pull that up. Um, I remember hearing. uh, Yes. Tap the Instagram logo, and then there's a little drop down menu. It says following or favorites. Neither. It it seemed like, from what I remember back in the day, people only use that just to see if someone was ignoring them. 
by not responding to their text and then liking something on Instagram. Because you could see who was just active on Instagram. It would say, right. this person liked yes. this post. And then they got rid of that, so you couldn't see that anymore. Oh, I think that's a different uh, thing oh, than what I was looking at, though. I used, Connor, I missed that feature because I used to go in for, like, remember being a middle school leader? I would go in and look at all my middle school boys, like what they were doing, and you could tell what they were liking. A lot of <laughs> models. Yes. No. A lot of not fully clothed women. And uh, that was fun, being able to bring, like, mm. so how are you enjoying uh, social media, bud? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Instagram for me, what I use it for is keeping up with my favorite local businesses. Like? Think Coffee. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's, going coffee. On, what's going on at Think Coffee? Blue Cell Coffee. He had to coffee. think about it for a sec. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. No, it's nice because most of these shops, if they change their hours abruptly, if they have something new come in, first it's on Instagram, Facebook, something like that. I checked. You know, local businesses, Instagrams, and Facebook for their hours because mm-hmm. they they will have different hours, you know, in a given week because of you know it's a local business, small stuff. They you know they have something come up. They have to you know, close early for a day. Right. Um, guys, if you're a local business owner, do you know there is a way to go into Google Maps and update temporary hours? I think the same thing for yes. Apple Maps. Yeah. Um. Nobody does that. No. Except for Chick-fil-A. I love him for that. Yeah. And Starbucks, actually, I think. I have to go to local businesses' Instagram profiles for their temporary yeah. apps. That's annoying. You know what would be nice? Getting a app. And I know there's a bunch of apps like this, but getting an app for your town that's like updated with news from different people, and you can see what your neighborhoods are doing. You can see what local stores are doing. Like That would be really nice. Isn't there one called... Um I'm sure there's an app like that, but that is such a. There is a neighborhood app app that we used to be um, a part of. Yeah, but I want like my entire town, like somebody shooting up West Conway. I want to know, right? This happened. They do have Facebook groups for that. I Um, know, but I don't want to join three or four different effing Facebook groups. Okay, there's of course there's uh, Conway, Arkansas subreddit. Love reading that. Really? Are there like five members on it? No, surprisingly, there's 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 quite a bit of discussion that goes oh, on there. So good. at well, least at least until they close their API. All right, I have one. Episode. I know we want to be politics light, but this is this is relevant, and it really is more about the discussion. Um, Vijin Ramaswamy. Wait, no, that's what's what's his Ramaswamy, name? Ramaswamy. Yeah, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. I refuse to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, that's okay. Ram Ram. It's a free country. You can do it. <laughs> Raman. Nah, Ramaswamy. It's too easy to say. I cannot. Uh, so Vijin want no, that is not his name. What is his name? Is his it- first name? Yes. I don't know. Just call him Ramaswamy. So Ramaswamy dude said when he if he gets elected, he wants to make all social media platforms post their uh, algorithm publicly for us to be able to see and see what they are and what they are not allowing. Uh, shadow banning, yabbada yabbada. What do you guys think about that? Should should they have to do that? Is that is that appropriate? Well, Twitter did it. Well, X did it when it was still Twitter. When Elon Musk bought it, he he posted the algorithm. They were able to figure out um, what uh, what posts are weighted and yeah. stuff. And, and you know, when it came out that oh, the blue check mark, um, those posts get boosted a lot more than you know. Your average user, 
um, made yeah, I me have told like them that. The, I mean, I knew that was <laughs> happening. Guess that. But, you know, when that was confirmed, it's like, oh, I hate these blue check marks even more, right? Yes. Just start scrolling past. Every time you see a blue check mark, I hate it's them. Some, some idiot em. who paying Elon Musk $8 yeah. a month. Skip them. Skip it. Uh, block, you know. Block. See less of this. Yes. See Not this interested. less often. Yeah, all Stop that stuff. Stop showing me. You know, I think the one problem with that is it just opens up a massive floodgate for more social media hate. I think right. most of us could understand, you know, something like YouTube not promoting super hateful, mean content over good content. But I think the the sort of nitty-gritty stuff, the things that you wouldn't immediately think of, maybe some of those are just better kept under wraps. Right. To not step on toes, to not make anybody angry. Um because to be honest with you, I don't really see the benefit of releasing all that information to the public the other than just drama. Stuff. Yeah, yeah I think for the sake of furthering business perspective and growing other things. I think it'll be abused um, most of the time. People will, will read through it and then figure out how to you know game the system, if you will, or whatever. Speaking of game the system, you know who figured out a lot about the algorithm like in its early days? Matt Pack from Game Theory. That's actually how he earned a lot of money was helping channels uh, learn to work with the uh, YouTube algorithm. I didn't know that. And it, yeah, to be fair, you know, people are trying to figure out what the algorithm is on their own. And they've yeah. been doing it since the beginning of algorithms. Um, so I remember when uh, Lego message boards. Any of you use that? No. This was uh, this goes takes me back. Uh, whenever yes. I was 12, 11, 12, I was posting on the thing this website called Lego <laughs> Message. It's literally just a web forum on lego.com. We <laughs> chat with other kids, you know, or or adults, you know, it's probably more adults than anything. <laughs> I um, love Jesus. It's <laughs> always supposed like that. <laughs> those message boards, too many homeschooled Christians on it. Uh, <laughs> uh so have you guys got the new ATOT? <laughs> Not yet. Hopefully for Christmas. Right? I love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like all of everyone's signatures. <laughs> Big blocky characters. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus loves you. I can't L- I can't lie. I may or may not have been one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. But when they upgraded their website, it went from like you had a rank and when you got upvoted, then you, you know, there was a fixed system. You got upvoted, you would gain in rank when you got enough XP. That's mm-hmm. how it worked. Then they got a new system in where it was totally unclear how it was, how you, you know, rose in rank. They were still had ranks. It was just like a different algorithm and they didn't disclose it. And so people spent years trying to figure out how to increase their rank. So should should that information be publicly available or should it still be like you got to figure it out? Because I see the upside of like everybody's on the same playing field if they all know what to do. But at the same time, if everybody's on the same playing field, we're going to get a lot of these algorithm snipers. Like you guys remember the – I know you probably forgot this. You probably don't know about it, but the five-finger families. It was like, mommy finger, mommy finger, where are you? You guys not remember that where they'd have like a a hand of fingers and like one of the fingers would be like Hitler and Thanos and stuff like that. Did you guys ever not? You guys. Oh, my God. That was like a whole era of YouTube where people 
Do you guys remember the Elsa Gate thing? Oh, please tell me, guys. Uh, Come on. That's bringing me oh, back no. some memories. Okay. But... Back in like the 2018 era of YouTube, um, superhero content and oh. Disney content oh. was like flushed in the algorithm to the very front of YouTube. And so you would have these skit guys go do a go do like a skit where they would be like uh Spider-Man pregnant Spider-Man pregnant or like Elsa and Joker kiss and it was all targeted at kids and, and that's, it was yeah that's caused the whole mildly suggestive drama. and yes that was the, the YouTube for kids whole would you have to like report is this video made for yeah, kids or not that. and if it is you're not making any revenue off of it um, no comments or likes or anything. Right. And so that whole thing, well, after that was this whole five-finger family where it was like these weird videos. You guys remember Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa? Johnny, Johnny, yes, yes Papa? Eating sugar? No, Papa. Telling lies? No, Papa. Open your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. You guys not remember that? Oh, oh my I remember God. that. Where were you guys? Because that was everywhere. Anyway, well, they'd be these random videos that were made like, you know how the old VeggieTales are kind of creepily animated? Oh, mm-hmm. It'd be like that style Still of the best stuff best where you're uh, like, it like makes you uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was huge on YouTube. But it's because these, and they were, I don't, I'm not being racist, it's just legitimately these Indian YouTubers who like, from India, not anywhere other. But uh, Doesn't would, matter where they're would from. Would shoot, well, it was mainly these this group of, People would make these ginormous uh, amount of channels all doing the same thing, all bringing in like millions of views per video. Because I mean, it's baby content, right? right? And then, like, kids on YouTube, it's kind of scary. Uh, they'll watch anything. Anything. Except the things that I want to watch. I try and turn on like something for my son that I want to watch. Nothing. Don't want to watch it. You turn on Family, family of Five Fingers, you know. Yes. No. Hitler on a finger? Yeah, that's what I want to watch. Mm. He gets that from his mom, though. All right. <laughs> uh, man, you got to be careful with what you say these days. Oh. That could be clipped. Right. My wife loves Hitler. There you go. There's a better clip. Okay. Um. <laughs> Josiah's going to love this episode. Oh, here you go. Here's another clip. Josiah loves Hitler. There you go. There's you another clip. And if you have to ask, yes, the same Josiah we had on. Yes, a few the cult leader. Ago. Josiah, the cult leader, loves Hitler. <laughs> There's you another clip. Just wrapping up the uh, the social media topic. Um, we've got one next up that I, I mean. It's plot of internet, not internet drama, uh, Silicon Valley drama. Ooh, there's a song called Silicon Valley. There's a show called Silicon Valley, pretty much a parody of what happened this. That's right. Last weekend, that's right. And it's the show itself is pretty funny. Do you guys care at all about this topic? We we had we saw the the firing of Sam uh, Altman from OpenAI, and then I think earlier today or yesterday he was they announced that he's coming back after a whole roller coaster of. Investors, you know, having an ultimatum, and then he goes to Microsoft, and then uh, I don't know what happens. She reminds me of Bob Iger. Bob yeah, Iger, Bob, don't, re- the same don't th- retire, Bob Iger. We're in the twos. Bob Chapek didn't help. 
Yeah, and now music. Disney is even more in the tubes, hilariously. Uh-oh. Anyway, go ahead, uh, read it out. Is there any more to read, or is that... No, I, I pretty much summed it up. Uh, you guys, um, you know, Sam Altman. Define Sam Altman. Who is that? I don't know. Oh, he's the CEO is. of OpenAI. Okay. Uh, and then was not for a weekend. So, do I care? No. Good. Should uh, I we, care? Perhaps. No. No. Why Why do I care? Well, I think it's the fun internet Silicon Valley startup drama that I saw from Silicon Valley, which was pretty bad. Like, the, it's just drama is... So tell me, what does OpenAI do? In, inform it, the listener. Yeah, originally they were sort of an AI, like a nonprofit to sort of do research on AI so that instead of, you know, companies capitalizing on it, they would have this research available for the better of AI, right? Or for the better of civilization using it. And then they made something called ChatGPT. If you're familiar with that, I'm sure you're more familiar with that than OpenAI itself. If you've watched a YouTube video in the last two months, it was almost positively the script made by ChatGPT. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that was made from a division of OpenAI that is a for-profit company, but the, the profits have been maxed. Um, they needed a for-profit company to kind of fund the other research of the non-profit. Uh, and then... Uh, also, there's a board that controls everything, and there's those are mostly researchers, um, whereas normal for-profit companies, the board of that company is actually most of their investors. And OpenAI has investors, but they're not on the board. Uh, the investors, like Sam Altman, yeah. the board is the one just, you know... It's doing board things where they, they don't actually understand the company. They're just hired dudes. That's every board. Yeah. They don't really understand yeah. what the company is. I think I think they don't fully understand the importance of the CEO. Not and I don't think anybody really does. I don't. I certainly don't. Like, what does a CEO need to make $3 million when the software engineer is only making 70, um, 70 70K? million. Oh. I certainly don't understand that bit. But It's like the president. Why do we need the president? Why, why do we do all the these congresses, congressmen, and senators? What does he do? Right. Executive he orders? Do? What are those for? Yeah, right. Anyway, um, politics. Okay, yeah. So, uh, not a whole lot of uh, any any open no, AI, any chat GPT we're, we're talking right now. Let's do this right now because I'm I've been ready. Okay, AI is at a point where I'm bored with it. I just want them to start doing like the technology is not where I want it to be right now. Like. There are some mods from some of my Ooh, favorite yeah. games ever where they are taking chat GPT to the AI of the NPCs. And so you could literally ask it a question and it will answer as that non-playable character, but in a script that was not made for the game. So like there's this girl who like goes through, she's playing Skyrim. She'll go up and ask a guard something. Random question. And the guard will be like, Yes, and then give an explanation. You're like, this is As what a large video language model <laughs> should be. Yeah, right? This is what a video game should be at this point. Why is ChatGPT not being utilized right freaking now? It's not good enough for that yet. It's That's not, what I'm saying. The too, technology is not there. Right. You can, you know, I don't know if you remember the, the 
the uh, infinite or indefinite Jerry Seinfeld episode that they had streaming on Twitch. Started getting racist, so they had to shut it down. <laughs> ah, uh, that's how all lar- large language models end up going. Um, yes, yes, they do. That's the thing. It's like it's telling. Very, it's a very mediocre um, episode of Jerry Seinfeld whenever it was you know being produced. Yeah, and you could. It's also not fast enough. I mean, it's yeah. pretty dang fast. Yeah, but it's. It's not fast enough, and it's very costly. It requires a lot of you know data, hardware, processing power just to run a model. To train it, it's an even bigger story. So. We're getting there, though. The technology is getting there. I think, I think this is going to be one of those, and I'm going to call it now. I think this is one of those technologies, just like what we've been seeing in um, electric cars, we've like jumped. We, we've jumped to the top 90%, but we still have the... We still have the rest of the 10% to figure out, and that's going to take way more than the 90%. That's always how it goes with engineering projects, with development, software, electric cars, all that stuff. I can't wait. Um, like I was getting so excited thinking about all of the potential like things that could happen just having an AI, like especially in gaming, just having an AI do it, like like procedural generation. Happening through artificial intelligence and then getting like getting storylines that happen artificially that you just you happen upon and you help create. Like it's like you know how when you play D and D, there is an aspect of openness, right? That when you want to play a game, then you bring something to the table that the dungeon master's not there for, and then you change the game a little bit. That is how gaming should be. And it's really hard to um, to make games that do that without any sort of artificial intelligence because right. you have to, as a game developer, program each one of yes. the possible paths you can take. Yes. And that is why I think AI could be much more helpful in those situations. I made a, a little Google slide choose-your-own-adventure with Division, and I gave like three different pathways. Like one's the... Like, for your, uh, yes. your, your, your uh, yes. kids at your school? It was pretty cool. It was like a Google slide that you could click through, and it was like it would ask you a question. There was three different paths you could take. Like the first one was like some sort of fighter, and then the next one was like uh, I don't know something, and then the last one was a math magician, you know, like a mathematician, but magic. It was really cool, and uh, I had made each little slide with like art and stuff, and they asked you a question on each one. But the amount of like, I made it choose-your-own-adventure style, too. Like, you could have different options that you go for. And that took me about a month to even make, like, 180 slides, which is not coding by any means. But in a way, you know, making a choose-your-own-adventure book, I mean, it's not hard, but just a month to do that. It's crazy. And that was just, like, every slide you have, like, one or two options. That's it. CGP Gray, he's, yeah. a, he's a YouTuber who makes some really good educational videos. Um, go look him up. He recently just posted a uh, tic-tac-toe game. So this is an interactive YouTube video at the end. Because, you know, at the end of YouTube videos now, you can do this 20 seconds of, like, click this video, click this video, or subscribe yeah. to the channel. Well, he used that system to make this interactive uh, tic-tac-toe. Uh, not tic-tac-toe. Actually, it was rock, paper, scissors. I'm probably already getting comments for that. Like, it's, it's rock, paper, scissors. All right. Fine. Whatever. There's only two options per video. All right. Um, there's if you win, so you chose rock and he chose scissors. 
or you lose. You're a, it, you drawed like you had a you had a draw. You chose the same thing, or you're the the loser choice. Each video was maybe about twenty seconds. There's it was like a series of t- of rock yeah. paper scissors, like twenty times to see if you can win. Yeah. Um, it's like an hour long of videos to make. <laughs> 127 yeah. different videos he uploaded. Jeez Louise. To his channel. It's crazy. Just for yeah. two options in every video. Yeah. Because it gets, I mean, you add another option, then it gets. Uh, it's, well, it's exponential. Exponential, right. So, anyway. Interesting. Well, here's the thing, though exponential choices can be done through the use of AI computing. Exactly. Like, that is where things will get. Like, I was sad this year because I, I realized something that they, they posted. Pete Hines retired from Bethesda, by the way. He was their social media dude after like 30 years of working there. But um, one of his last things that he tweeted out was like uh, five years ago. They made the announcement for Elder Scrolls Six five years ago. And he said, we're about five years out from it to this year. And that killed me inside to hear. Because in 2018, I thought we were five years away. And now to know we're another five years away. Like, my son will be six years old by the time that I get to play this freaking game. If that they're I have right, been waiting, they're right, actually five right, years out. That I've been waiting since 2011 to play. Because 2011 is when Skyrim came out. Think about this. 20, it'll be 2028. That is 17 years <laughs> between installments of Elder Scrolls games. Like, that's... It's worse f- than GTA. So right. Right. This better be a freaking good game. Yeah. Well, Red Dead Redemption 2 was arguably one of the best games ever made. And at least that came after GTA 5. But GTA 6 coming out? Good Lord. When did GTA 5 come out? 2013. Yeah, it was it was sometime around there. Think about this: if they use some form of AI to help build the game, it will go so fast. Like they already put Shirley. You guys know the Skyrim grandma. Yeah, Skyrim grandma. Yeah, they put Shirley Curry as an NPC. I cannot wait to interact with that lady. But you know what the coolest thing is, Jasper, is that you only need voice actors to do so much, and then. AI can use their voice. That's what I wanted to talk about. I, co- I completely forgot. Yeah. Is that okay? I mean, Connor, you as a voice actor, I swear we had this conversation with him. I think we I did last episode. We've had it. Briefly. Connor, as a voice actor, do you see a benefit to being able to sell the rights to your voice, or do you think that is like, no, I need to keep that for myself, or what, what's your opinion, your take on all this? Because you, if you don't know, listeners, yeah. Connor does. Actually, Connor, why don't you just tell what you do? So I do professional voice acting. Um, I've doing it, been doing it since 2019. Um, yeah, and my thoughts on that, it's, it's sort of a yes and no. I think the one very good example of someone notable sort of selling their voice out um, with AI help is James Earl Jones. Right. Um, as Darth Vader. He's not actually done any voice recording in a long time. Right, right. And so he's in a position where he's... You know, in the later end of life, he knows his voice, very iconic. Everybody else knows that, too. And he's able to partner up with whoever's behind that to essentially make a way for his voice to be used forever, which is a very good thing for the people who want to consent to having that done and having their voice used in that way. I think the danger of it comes down to voice actors 
maybe not getting paid what they deserve. Like, say they record 10 lines for a project. AI takes those lines, scrambles them up, puts out 20 more lines. Well, that's 20 more voice lines that the voice actor isn't going to be getting paid for unless they can find a way to work that out. Um, Also, you run the risk of missing on cues. Maybe the lines don't sound that great. Um, And then there's also the element of having control over what's being said. So if they have pre-written lines, voice actors can come in, hit all those, versus something AI-generated may or may not work. But then again, with the way the technology is advancing, I mean, in 20 years, they might have it nailed. So we talked about this uh, last time, but the, it, I don't know if you guys have watched any videos since then of the president's gaming. I know oh, what you're talking yeah. about, but I haven't seen any yeah, videos seen them. It's hilarious. Like, please go look it up, Jasper. It's Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and uh, Obama playing... Minecraft, love those videos. And uh, sometimes they'll have, uh, sometimes they'll have George W. Bush on. Sometimes they'll have Kanye on. Have Elon Musk for some of the D and D games. And guys, yes, the D and D games where Joe Rogan is the DM. Freaking like, hilarious. Their voices, like you could tell in some, they're AI generated, but some is so good that you're like, how did Trump not voice this? Like this, it's so good. But that's what we're getting. Like that's what I'm saying. Like. The technology is getting there to the point where I can't wait. Like we're going to be able to to have people who have died voice things again. And to me, that that's not like a oh we're robbing the grave to do that. It's like that is a great thing. I think that's a cool thing to be able to have people who have passed away be able to revive part of uh, what we remember them for. Like everybody loves um, Raymond. Right, but uh, like everybody loved. Um, oh shoot, I'm gonna forget who played Obi Wan Kenobi originally. Alec, Guinness. Alec Guinness. They all they had to cut up and sparse pieces of his uh, lines to be able to include him in. Uh, what was it? Was it Episode Seven or Episode Eight where he goes, Ray? Ray yeah, it was nine. That no, that was in that part was in episode seven. Could have sworn he was used a little bit more in episode nine, right? But light on the Star Wars, light on the Star. They could have AI put in his voice, right? I know we've we've talked about Star Wars a little bit, but it's it's in the it's in the topic of AI. Now we can just take all of his voice lines that he's ever said in any movie, and then clickety clack, and then boom, it says it with near. Perfect accuracy. That is definitely um, good to see, uh, you know, being able to do that. But we need to get down licensing. Yes. Copyright. That's it. These actors and actresses need to be able to get some form of payment if that's going to happen. If and it, and it's it's easy. I think it's it's an it's a simple thing of being able to sue companies because they're using your likeness in sure. any form. It doesn't sure. have, just have to be AI in any form. Um, if you don't get royalties from that, or what or about some, or come to some sort of agreement? What about modders? Like, if you want to mod a game and put in an AI voice chat that uses you as a voice actor's lines, and then kind of AIs them into new stuff for that, uh, is it is it mo- uh, you know not paid? At- sometimes they can get paid mods, but right are they, now but are the characters in these mods um, modeled after real people? If that's the case, that's a little iffy. No, it's just their voice, the voices of. 
the voice actors oh, who that's, have done it before. I don't think um, that's if it's not for profit, I'm assuming it's okay. But that's been a thing where it's like that's a gray area. I mean, it's just like for for modding, um, unless it's it's you know a character that's you know representing somebody in real life. If you're trying to create a completely new character and put them in this game, I I don't see it any different than writing the story, coming up with the rec- voice recordings yourself. But that's the problem, though. That's and that's something we haven't talked about is like the data that these artificial intelligence models come from. Where do you get that from? From what you're describing, um, with you know trying to you know just recreate somebody else's voice. You know, the model has to listen to several minutes and hours of recordings of that guy's voice beforehand to, to be able to do that. Because um, I've got a great idea. Here's what you do. Say, take one of these new Elder Scrolls games, because people are loving it, or Starfield, for instance. You get an NPC, and instead of having to pay somebody on Fiverr or something, or yourself to do the voice of this, get an AI to listen to a popular actor or actress, and then... All of their texts, uh, all their lines of dialogue, you just input into this thing, copy those uh, files, uh, and then use those for voice acting. You know, that's a mod, right? It's not for profit. That's a great idea. But in a way, you're using the likeness of somebody's voice for free. If it causes harm, call a DMCA takedown. Sure. Right? They have the ability to do that. Sure. Um, you know, if, I guess the only stipulation is that, like, oh, they have to be aware of it happening yeah. before they get you know upset about it. But that is like that is a fantastic. It, but idea. if yeah, uh, yeah, if you're a modder though, for a for a modder, I mean, if you're a modder, be very careful with using a person's likeness if they don't consent. I will say, from from the perspective of voice actor, it it feels slightly invasive. Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah, almost like that. all this weird stuff people do with deep fakes, where it's well, like that's what this is half of a deep fake, basically. Right. Yeah, where it's like something that you did not consent to do with your voice, and people are taking your voice and doing whatever they want with it without your permission. Even if it is AI, it can be a little disturbing to some people to hear. Like, I would never say that. That's crazy. I never thought about that. To yeah. hear those words that you've never said come out of someone's mouth and it sound just like you, that is yeah. crazy. Yeah, be careful with that if you if you make mods, if you're doing all that. Make make agreements, cover yourselves, there's, sue people. Yeah. And to that point, there's you know, listener, we've got you. There's actually a few points in this episode that we've used AI to talk for me. Like earlier, you probably heard the AI say that my wife likes Hitler or Josiah likes Hitler. That was actually just the AI the entire time. Yeah, that was just that was, we that got was just somebody. Not we got me, him, Jasper. Not you, not them. That's just somebody typing it yeah. in. We got him, Jasper. It. In the key, Micah did consent. Right, I did, and that's the only way it happened tonight. That's right. We're gonna take a short break, Connor. Would you do some some sponsors? This episode of the Missing a Joke podcast is sponsored by Oven-Baked Parm Crisps. <laughs> they smell like dirty feet and taste like dirty socks. I just had one five minutes ago, and it was so bad I had to rinse it out and silently <laughs> spit it down the sink without Micah and Jasper noticing. Sorry, Jasper. I'll clean that up later. 
Enjoy with salads, soups, sandwiches right out of the bag. I'm going to be honest. I've had a few of these, and uh, they're growing on me. Really? But God, they, are, they oh were hard gosh, to eat at first. Oh, gosh. They're gluten-free. That, that explains things. It's just cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just the cheese. I like my cheese gluten-free. Farm crisps. So crunchy. So cheesy. Taste the four cheeses. And by, what else are we sponsored by? Missing the Joe podcast is also sponsored by Dr. Brandon the Big Bemis. Never is, that, is, that, is that what we're going doctor? for now? Is it, is it Dr. Brandon or should we say Brandon the Big Dr. Bemis? <laughs> is, he, is he a big doctor with a... No, he is the big doc. No, he's the Dr. Big, no. Dr. Brandon the Big Bemis. Yeah, I think that's what we're going with now. Dr. Brandon. No, Bem- it's Brandon the Big Dr. Bemis. No. That's, okay. It's got to be the Big Doctor. I like the Big Doctor. The Big Doctor. We'll get his opinion after this episode is <laughs> out. He'll, he'll, he'll write a comment. It's not the only big thing he has. He also has a big heart. He does. For his patients. This episode of the podcast is also sponsored by AI. <laughs> doesn't belong to anybody and it's free to use <laughs> and we use it for profit every week and thanks fact, ai this whole episode sponsored AI. by ai that, what a great what a great twist that would have been if all of like this whole episode would have been written wait by it's AI. not no it's not sadly so are you guys going to go see napoleon movie coming out probably not because it probably is going to have boobies in it. Uh-huh. And uh, Don doesn't let me go see things that have boobies in it anymore. Well, she actually never let me. But mm. we, if we want to watch a movie that's going to have boobies in it, then we'll wait for it to come out on, on DVD streaming. Or so streaming. we can just Why, hit skip. Why did I say DVD? That's yeah, not we don't a thing get anymore. DVDs anymore. Yeah, I'm an idiot. No, so we wait till it comes out on streaming. Like Oppenheimer, still haven't seen it yet. I'm still waiting to see it. I really, you know, I was dying to go see it in theaters. Cause Same. IMAX and what's his name? The guy who directed Nolan, his? Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan films and IMAX are like you can't Beautiful. you can't have one without. He's the such other, a you know? he does such a good job with those with that and story writing. But yeah, uh, I mean, as soon as we've figured out, you know, why it was rated R. Yeah, um, we're like, really, Nolan? This had to be your first R-rated film? Yeah, uh, really? Yeah. So now we're having to wait. It's still not out on streaming yet. That but, was a uh, question submitted by. Um, listener andrew what um if we had seen oppenheimer or not no none of us have boobies yeah waiting for uh waiting for it to come out on streaming so connor said i probably would have wanted to watch it for the boobies and i said actually connor the reason why i wanted to see oppenheimer was because of the boobies um no i'm just kidding i wanted to see a nuclear explosion yeah i mean there was so much hype for just one shot of the one shot couldn't see it whatever Oh, well. We'll see it when it comes Grime out. Grimey River. We'll see it when it comes out. We should watch it together. But Without we did... Don and Meredith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ironically, though... You it... can come too, Connor, but don't make it weird. <laughs> the whole the whole um, Barbenheimer um, Yes, didn't get that epidemic. experience. We didn't get that experience. It is kind of ironic, though. You've got, a, uh, you've got Barbie, which... Let's be honest. That was a great film, It was right? critically acclaimed. We were so excited... After watching that movie, we were almost going to do a, a whole film review podcast mm, about yeah. Barbie. 
which it fell through for one reason or another, but we could still do that and it'd still be just as good. It's just as fresh of a movie. I'd have to watch it again before we got to that. I mean, it's been, you know, several months since, you know, all of that happened. I can't remember if we bought it on streaming not or yet. Yet or not. Yeah, it's available to buy, but not uh, on any streaming platform yet. Anyway, um, so that was also another listener who submitted a uh, question. I forgot who it was. I think it was Liam who... Uh, no, Brandon. Dr. Brandon Bemis. Dr. Brandon. wanted us to oh, talk sorry. about Barbie. Uh, uh, yeah, no, well, we never it. answered Connor's question, though, if we were going to see Napoleon. I mean, personally, uh, I'm not interested in that, but I probably... Um, if you know, I probably I'm not opposed to seeing it actually. So that's the, that's. The. I would love to see it for the war stuff, but Napoleon is like super infamous for his affairs. So he, fa- I don't know if you guys know this, but Napoleon found out that his wife was cheating on him with another guy. So he took his entire army to Egypt, and they were like, "Let's go find some Egyptian babes, right?" Well, he found out that all of the Egyptian babes don't speak French. So they were like, well, dang it. Let's find French babes here. So they found a bunch of French babes, but the only babe that he found was already married to this, like already engaged to this one guy and uh, who was an officer in his army. So he was like, hey, officer dude, I need you to do this secret mission uh, that will take you by English waters. <laughs> basically, he... Uh, you remember David and Bathsheba? That's basically what he did to that dude. And he was like, hey, go die, right? And, uh, well, the the British caught his ship and were like, yeah, you guys are going to have to sail back. So they sailed back to Egypt. And uh, he uh, that officer came back and found his wife uh, living with Napoleon, wearing a general's outfit. The guy wasn't even a general, but he was wearing. She was wearing a general's outfit, and she was. Uh, he was calling her his little general. Uh, gross. Uh, and so uh, he was like, "Hey, that's not cool." And so she gave him the ring back. Oof. You know what the no. funniest part of all? Napoleon ended up ending it. He was like, "Yeah, now we're good. I want to go back to my wife now." Mm. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Home wrecker, Napoleon. So, if that's not in the movie, I'm okay. I'll go watch it. But I I assume you can't have a movie nowadays without them freaking interjecting some sort of sexual liaison in it, which is like... At least if it's made by a man. Right. Or a woman. You're saying women saying women can't include sexual things in movies? They could. That's what I, I said. I don't say they generally don't, though. I don't know. I don't watch movies made by women, Jasper. Just that, said that last you... sentence was generated by AI. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I loved Barbie, by the way. I was <laughs> generated <laughs> by AI. Interesting how um, you know Oppenheimer didn't make as much money as uh, Barbie. Same way opening weekend was they were both supposed to be great movies. Barbie was the superior film. Barbie didn't have any boobs in it. Yeah, I guess it didn't. <laughs> it really didn't have anything sexual in it at all. No. It was But I mean it was Barbie, so like yeah. that's not what that's yeah. for anyway. And they had some sexual jokes which were really funny. Very but, you funny. Know, it was not the beach off <sighs> scene. Hilarious. Oh, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But it was not like super 
I would I want to call it misogynistic sexual jokes. Those are not funny. Anymore. No, they were very f- there, and that's that's what uh, like the only sort of sexual jokes we remember. Ken was like, "You want me to spend the night?" And Barbie was like, "Why?" And Ken so was like, "Do boyfriend girlfriend things?" Yeah, she was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." That, I remember that from the trailer, and uh, hilarious. Thought that was hilarious. They did ruin that joke because it was in the trailer. I still thought it was funny. Hilarious. I remember going with Don and just laughing my butt off the whole time. Like, it was so yeah, good. It was hilarious. It was good. I mean, it was good, clean humor, too. Yeah. And that's a rarity. Nowadays. And that's the thing. We, especially with, uh, like, what happened with, y'all hear what happened with Matt Reif recently? I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. Um, he got a huge following on TikTok, uh, especially from uh, 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 women audiences. Yeah. And, he opened up his Netflix special in Baltimore with a super sexist joke. Oof. And no one's happy. Uh, it's, it was not a great Oh, thing. I know who this is. He, yes. It was the, the joke about um, being in the kitchen. Well, that's the thing. You know, it sucks because it would be funny if we were like, uh, you know what, jokes are jokes. Whatever he says, just take it as a joke, right? But in a way, there is a limit in our society. Not that I think there is one, or I believe there should be one. But just societally, there is a limit to the amount of things that you can say before people are like, do you really believe that? There are very few comedians who are immune to that nowadays. However, there are a few that are like straight up immune. Do you know who Shane Gillis is? No. Shane, I'll show you guys later, but Shane Gillis, he can say some of the most straight up wackadoo stuff and no one cares uh but it's because he comes off as just an idiot dave Chappelle yeah. can say whatever the crap he wants yeah. people do get upset but mm. he's somehow able to make the it teflon through. don doesn't stick uh, to him or uh, bill burr bill burr his clips have been going around youtube a lot yes and then uh who is that one dude oh no no he had to go away never mind yeah, I can't mention it. Yeah, I can't mention it. He had to go away. Anyway, all right. Well, that was one answer. Uh, t- known to Napoleon, no to Oppenheimer. All right, let's keep going. Fan stuff. We got this is all coming from Instagram, right? Yeah, we opened guys, up. We had some great re- uh, responses to uh, me asking you guys if you had any topic suggestions yeah, on Instagram. No. Got plenty of uh, responses. Um, we've mentioned uh, Barbie, Oppenheimer. Those were um, some of our top requested items. Um, Ethan, uh, friend of the ep- friend of the show and former um, guest that we've had on the podcast, right? He said, "Hey, finally back!" Right. That is a topic. Finally. Let's discuss. We are back. We are back. Um, so the last episode that we filmed was this Star Wars uh, unspecial special, right? Where yeah, we talked it was about, about we talked Kenobi. about Kenobi. Dog water show. Yeah. And now, I mean, freaking we missed out. If we're going to take a one tangent to talk about Star Wars, we could be talking about Ahsoka bringing Anakin back, which I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Did you see that? I saw that. I think I would have enjoyed that one episode, and they should have made the entire show that. They literally should have. They uh, they missed a huge opportunity to bring Hayden Christensen back for a whole lot of stuff. Honestly, not happy with that show. Really? Um, In what way? Just in what poor, I'm talking about, writing. Or, they they oh, used they, and you haven't seen the whole show. I so, don't care to watch it. Um, it, the the way they use Aiden Christensen, 
made sense building up, but then yeah. as they finish the show out, you're 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 like, what the heck was that even for? Yeah, right. And then of course they they've done, they did several things with several characters to build up for a season two. Then one of the actors dies. Ba- the guy who played Balin. Yeah. Um, grabber. He was gonna have. It looked like a huge role in the next season. Or well, that sucks because uh, from what I heard, <laughs> Wars has the actor. poorest luck of that, don't they? It really sucks. Like. It goes back to the the lady who played Ahsoka's uh, the voice, the voice actress. Yeah, Ashley could Exton. have done, but what they chose uh, Rosario Rosario Dawson, Dawson, which I don't think was a terrible no. idea. Uh, I think it would have been a nice homage to let her actually play the character that she's been trying to play for forever. But no harm, no foul. It's still a good show. Do you know what I want to say? I want to say this about um, what Star Wars has been up to lately. Sure. Um, okay, this is our one Star Wars. Yeah, we've been on this topic. This yeah. is the only time we'll be on here. And this is not really knock on wood, right? <laughs> uh, this is this is really only about the the shows that have been female character led. I don't think anybody in the writing department is at Star female? Wars knows how to write women. No, I think they're all not men. at all, and that's why all. we have these supposed to be strong female led characters that are just not well written. And you can you can you know you can hate the the show. Don't hate the actress. They're they're people, right? Okay. Anyway, you can hate the show, <laughs> not because it's a woman, you know, not yeah. because you know it's a yeah. woman character leading it. You can hate the show because they just don't know how to write women. No, of course they don't. Men have been notoriously bad at writing women. There's a whole subreddit Reddit for that. And I think this is a great example. I don't think anybody's really noticed that uh, yeah, with this franchise. I can't comment on that men can't write women because I, I don't really know. But it, if I do know Star Wars, and I know that every female character ever in Star Wars besides Princess Leia, and even Princess Leia, uh, is kind of lame. Like, I loved uh, Padme. She was a pretty good character. But all in all, she was this, there is a love interest for Anakin. Like, you know, she had her political dues, right? Um, Leia's a great character, strong female actress. But again, she's kind of just... at, at In episode six, she's basically Han Solo's love interest, and that's it, right? She right. didn't really have her day. Cause and that's when, all right, that's when Star Wars was good, yeah. right? And even then when it was good, it was like, oh, female character, your arc is done. Han Solo's back, love interest gone. Um you know, and then you get into more modern portrayals with like Ray, where there's nothing there. It's just vapid. There's not really anything there. And then you get into other things like, I mean, just look at the Mandalorian. The best writing for a, a woman in the whole thing was what's her name? The wrestler that got fired. No, from the show, not or? Gina Carano. Uh, the lady who played Mulan. Don would know exactly who I'm talking about because she loves this. Are actress. you talking about the? Um uh, in Book of Boba Fett, but not from Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba's assistant, right? Yes. She in The Mandalorian was really good. In Book of Boba Fett, it's yeah. just crap. Because that whole show was crap. But anyway, um, no, they've just... It, the problem is Disney cannot write females. They can't. May, you, and you could say because they don't have any female We can leads. say the same thing in, on the Marvel franchise, too. I agree. Um, Captain Terrible. Marvel, I would argue that... The this latest one, uh, the, Marvels the Marvels came out. Mm-hmm. You Good. and I, Connor, you and I saw that last week. Uh, it looked it, terrible. It's 
better than what it looks it's like, though, in, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And yeah. it did, it it didn't get very good reviews from the critics. Sure, but I think fans are enjoying it. Word to mouth, I think it's it's a lot mm-hmm. better than what um, what people are expecting. And so that's all to say, yeah. I mean, Disney can't write female characters um, in general across their franchises. Look at us, social warriors. Look that at question m- was, hey, they're back, and we said, let's talk about women in the film industry. <laughs> let's, three, let's three white guys in a living room whoa, whoa, together. Whoa. Let's talk about the, women. The in listener film. didn't know that. They don't know we're white, or that we could be white, or that we're know. men, or that we're men. All right, that's our that's our Star Wars tangent. I'm sorry, guys. We have been on Star Wars for too long. That's our social justice and Star Wars tangent for tonight. Uh, here is a great question. We were gonna ha- we were supposed to have him on the podcast tonight. Um, he was not able to make it. Jordan um, asks the question: Are people fed up with quote content, or is low quality over quant is low quality over quantity? The forever norm. So basically, what I've been seeing from, from well, I thought Star you were talking Wars. about in our podcast. So I was like, <laughs> you're just gonna have to get used to, have to get low quantity, <laughs> low quality. Here we are, laid to bear. Um, let's go. You either I want to keep. You either love us or you hate us. If I want to keep talking about this though, that means we'd have to get back into Star Wars, and I don't. Then let's transition. So, what's the summarize what he's saying? Because I'm not really getting what he's saying. Can you can you, since you're reading it, tell me what he's saying? Okay, that's a good point. I don't quite understand what he's saying either. We could just call um, him, make him, make him tell us what he's talking about. We could. Are people fed up with content? Like quote content. I don't know what quote content means. Um, or is low quality over quantity? So I guess. Are people choosing people going with quantity over quality now? Hey, Jordan. Hello. You're live on, on Missing the, the Joke. <laughs> Jordan, you're live on Missing the Joke podcast. Oh, hey. We were reading your question. We don't know what the heck you're talking about. Your question makes no dang oh. sense. I guess I'm mad. I'm trying to remember my question. What was my question again? Are people fed up with, quote, content or is low quality over quantity the forever norm? Oh, I'm referring specifically to entertainment. Think streaming shows, movies, stuff like that. All right. Thanks. See, I think we got that part, though. (laughs) I don't think that was in question. Um, I'm glad you hung up because now we'll still be questioning what he's doing. Yes. Okay, let's Uh, let's, let's summarize this. So is low quality the norm? The simplest way possible. I th- here's yeah. what I think he's saying. We're, we're still dissecting his question. So a whole bunch of quantity, low quality. I think what he's talking about, what we've seen from streaming giants lately, yeah. is low-cost, high-profit television. Yes, that is correct. However, we could argue about that cost because The Mandalorian and such shows are freaking expensive to do. Then why do they feel cheap? Why do they feel like? Because they are using what's called the um, their their new Unreal Engine thing called the Expanse, yes. and when they use that, they are able to cheaply make a, a set. I can talk about that. It feels like there's nobody in the TV show at all because they can't fit that many number of actors, and they don't want to pay for I don't know a CG team to animate a million you know characters. Uh, here's what it is: it's not that; it's the writing. If the writing were good, 
we wouldn't care about all the CG stuff. Think about the first Star Wars. It's puppets, dude. <laughs> right? The first few Star Wars puppet creatures. Those were low-budget films. Right, right. Relatively. Right. They, you could spend less, and we would be okay with it as long as the writing's good. Let me tell you this. A few years ago, and I've said this on the podcast so many times. A few years ago, I remember wishing, hey, instead of making movies, did you guys ever watch Sherlock? They, a little bit. They used to, this show Sherlock had two hour long episodes. And like in a, in a season, there'd be like three or four episodes in a season. I was like, that's what they should do. Instead of writing stories for movies now, they should do um, long form sh- mini series content for these movies. And that's when I had the idea of uh, like, oh, if your writing is this good for a movie, allow yourself more episodes to write just as good for each episode. But the problem is it turns into, we have a really great script for a movie, i.e. Kenobi. Let's turn that script for a movie into a miniseries and chock it full of filler. And that's what this has turned into. I bet uh, the Kenobi show would have been an amazing movie. I bet it would ha- uh, I bet Mandalorian Season 3 would have been an amazing movie. And you could probably say that same, same thing about... Ahsoka. Right. Probably would have been an outstanding movie. But the problem is they turned this movie idea into a miniseries but forgot, oh, we need to write it just as well <laughs> as we would have the movie. Well, I think the other problem is... Pacing. Um, well, that, that's that's part of the, yeah. the writing. But yeah. The other problem is, is what Jordan mentioned, this quantity. They're going for too many shows. They just want to keep right. spitting them out so that, you know... We have to keep being subscribed to Disney Plus right. uh, or whatever streaming. This is not necessarily just Star Wars. I think that's more of the bigger issue is they're they're spending. No, they're trying to get more shows out, and you know, tight deadlines, all that stuff. It's hard right. to hard to make write something good. Right. If it was just as good though, like if the if the writing was just as good as each one, I would have no problem. I'd be like, I want to watch every single one of these because they're that good, right? They keep me entertained. They're well-written. They're concise. The pacing's good, and we're done, right? They're each in contained or maybe a one- or a two-parter. Um, you know who is really good at that? Star Trek. Hmm. Star Trek was fantastic at that. They had two or three shows going at one time, and each episode was compact, concise, and well-written, right? Um and that's why you have a super, and now not everybody loves Star Trek, but you have a, a crazy following even to this day for these shows from the 90s that are like, they're well-written, good characters, good acting, right? It was kind of a perfect storm back then. And we almost have the makings of a perfect storm right now. We have amazing actors. Um, the technology is unlike it has ever been. Um, we just can't do writing right now. And we for the quantity, I mean. If we had one show, you know, remember when The Mandalorian was in his first season? I mean, give it what you will. Mandalorian season one wasn't amazing, right? It was really good. Um, but just imagine had they kept going with that and not tried to make it. Because Mandalorian became, let's make it into every show we want it to be. It became the Boba Fett show, the Ahsoka show, this show, that show, split it up when it really is not all of those things. Right, it should have just been. I'm a bounty hunter <laughs> in the Wild West Star Wars, right? And it turned into 
I'm the secret king of Mandalore, Baby Yoda, Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett. Who am I missing? And Ahsoka. Yeah. And how are we going to lead up to 7, 8, and 9? Yeah, okay. I'm done talking about Star Wars. All right. From um, listener uh, Boonville Phil. That's his username, Boonville Phil. Um, uh, Phil Leslie. Uh, he he asks the controver or he he suggests the controversy over the journey to Bethlehem movie and why some are calling it blasphemous. Journey to Bethlehem movie this is the first time hearing of this. Uh, my father in law mentioned it to me uh, the other day. Uh, this is the first time I heard about All right, it. Right, let me know. Give it to me. Blow uh, me away. I don't know any of the controversies <laughs> though. That's the problem. Son hmm. of a gun. Well, what is it about then? Um. I'm assuming it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christian. It, it uh, Gospel Coalition does mention it. They have a scathing review of it, but it is Gospel Coalition. So take uh, take with that what you will. I don't know what Gospel Coalition is, so uh, I've taken that. Okay, yeah. So or don't take that. I guess nothing to take from that. It's a musical retelling of the biblical story of Jesus's birth. It was really crazy when you tell somebody, "Hey, by the way, Jesus was most likely born in 4 BC." People lose their mind. Because they want to see that Jesus is, was born in zero A.D. That's not true. Um, From a historical is it BC standpoint, or BCE? Because I don't know if the common era that you people are using now. Um, so BC is before. It's the, the exact same one. I don't. One. Yeah. Does it line it's up one to, one. to the same? Yeah. Okay. So they just don't want historically use right. Or, so if you follow the line of who was supposed to be in power, so if Pilate was in power at this time. Um, it pushes the age of Jesus back from 0 AD to about 4 BC. And whenever you tell Christians about that, they lose their mind because they're like, you're questioning the historicity of the Bible? It's like, no, I'm saying that our timekeeping is not really great. Well, the uh, the the current year system that we're, we're on is yeah. based on the Gregorian calendar, right? right. Which is, uh, we lost a few a years, Roman... too. Yeah, isn't he a Roman Pope. Empire, emperor? Though? Pope Gregory. Pope, he's a pope. Yeah, from Julius was the Julian calendar, right? Um, Did you know we used to do ten months in a year? That is, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then they added January and February. And Janus, so Janus was the god of beginnings and ends, right? New Year, right? And then Februus was the god of the dead. So they devoted 28 yeah. days. The of Gregorian a calendar went into effect in 1852, or right. sorry, 1582. Right. So that means that Pope you know, our, yeah. our current year system is right. not based on the Bible. It is based on somebody who thought it was based on the Bible, or tried to make it based on the Bible. Right. 1582 probably had a lot of inaccuracies whenever it comes to history. I mean, we're you still. You think? <laughs> just I'm a little, sure they had it right. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're upset about that, uh, boy, they uh, found out a whole lot of other things since then that are wrong too. So, <laughs> if, like, if we want to get into blasphemy, we could talk about like, for instance, Catholics believe that Mary was between the age of twelve and sixteen, and that Joseph was between the age of like sixty and eighty. That doesn't sit well. No, that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but, um, that makes me mad uncomfy. What, what do do you know? If that's what they believe, do we do we know what um, what his, I mean? Do do his Bible does not have, say. Well, it doesn't. The Bible doesn't have to say. But does do do scholars and historians around the world? Hey, have what an are idea? they going to base it off of? 
people at the time saying things. Like, that's the thing. It's really hard to look into the historicity of biblical documents without citing biblical documents, right? Because it's like, well, eyewitnesses at the time, well, where do you hear the eyewitnesses speaking? Oh, an axe, right? (laughs) Well, then... (laughs) I that's, mean, using the Bible to prove the Bible is like, I love it. God bless. But that's, it's circular reasoning. I um, just did a little bit of research on this movie. So Journey to Bethlehem appears to be a musical retelling already won't of watch the story. It. <laughs> right. um, from what I gather, I'm reading on a, a website called religionunplugged.com. Mm. The brief overview I'm getting is that It seems somewhat. (laughs) So it seems to be taking the story, making it comedic to the point of it seeming a little unsacred, almost to the extent of it's stepping on the toes a little bit and sort of making light of these big moments for the sake of comedy. Um, Some of the moments mainly with Mary and Joseph, it seems like they they took this thing and – made it a little goofy and it seems like people are taking some issue to that i can understand that catholics really respect mary like i really didn't understand how much they do until i like watched some videos on youtube of like some catholics like they really like mary is almost on level with jesus about how much they respect but uh Mm -hmm. so they're just making it goofy yeah i mean based on that description i don't think i would really care to watch that i mean mm. <laughs> they lost me at musical even, I, well, exactly <laughs> even if yeah. i were i mean i like musicals a few of them there's right. been some good musicals that i've seen but that is the type of topic that just doesn't sit right with me i feel like you need to take that more sincerely than a light-hearted comedy musical Mm. I, mean, we, I mean, let's look at Jesus Christ Superstar. Like, that was a musical. I mean, there's a lot of things. Do I like it? No. Do I think it should exist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want us to get to this place where we're like, you cannot draw even an image of the prophet. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, I don't... I don't like it. But I don't think we should be like, oh, God. Everyone get away, right? If you want to... Should we call it sinful? Should we call it of the devil? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, No, I don't know. I don't want to be the judge of that. Because, number one, I I don't know. I I haven't seen it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see it. So we'll, we'll uh, let the people who watch it enjoy it. We'll we'll let them enjoy it. We'll we'll watch on YouTube Mm -hmm. their reaction. Yes. Thank you, um... Boonville, Boonville, Phil, for that for that submission. Oh, by the way, one last thing: Did you guys know one of the breakout roles of? Uh, oh shoot! Oh no! Who Talking played about... Who played Moon Knight? Oscar Isaac. Oscar yeah, Isaac. He was one in of his the breakout story. roles. Was the nativity? We watch story. that every yeah. every Christmas. It's one of like the traditions <laughs> on like Christmas Eve to watch that movie. And every time I'm I'm watching I'm watching Oscar Isaac. This is Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Yeah. This is Moon Knight. This is the guy from Dune. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen that movie. The blue guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, not that one. Uh, what was he? The blue the blue guy from uh, X Men. What was it? 
He was one of the bad no, guys he was the in bad. an X-Men movie. The Apocalypse. Oh, that he was, he also, was blue. Also, um, the actress who played Mary in the Nativity Story was Hispanic. A, she played a big role in Star Wars in the prequels. I think she was... Um, That's right. Padme's precursor. Yes. Yes. So. All right. Anyway. Good story. Fun fun things to talk about. Star Wars over. Liam Siegler. Um, he uh, wants us to talk about Mr. Beast. And... That's it. That's all. Is that all it says? Yeah. Mr. He's Beast been canceled. Has, has he been canceled? Is he, he fully gave canceled? Blind, he gave blind people their sight back, so I oh, think he's no. the Antichrist. Oh, is that, is that how that works yeah. out? Yeah, he's he's done some controversial things, apparently, in the last you know a couple months. I mean, some, some feedback's been spoken up about him with uh, some of his games that he's he's shot and recorded. Like, I think one YouTuber is saying that uh, it was edited to make it look like she was not in the top three positions, even though there was like Logan Paul and whoever else. There's that. Um, that's the only thing I remember. I, I haven't really paid attention much. I don't watch mm. Mr. Beast. I don't I think, think any of us do. Mr. Beast, I, I do keep up with his channel somewhat, not not religiously. Um, but he God, seems Connor to, have, to the rescue. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, don't know Mr. Beast guys. has really seemed to. Referencing a former topic, uh, cracked the YouTube algorithm uh, to okay. where his videos consistently see 100 million views Jesus. plus. Um, you know, he, he started his content by doing these money giveaways right. somewhat, doing the videos counting to 100,000 in 24 hours, where ridiculous does, stuff like that. Where does the money but, come from? That's what I want to know. Where's all this money coming There from? has been discussion about that. I remember watching a video years back where um, somebody asks him, like, are all of these from, like, sponsors and deals that you've done? He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just, they say I can do whatever I want with the money, and so I give yeah. it away. It makes me more money. I anyway, mean, his, his whole business sort of motto from what I've heard is taking the money he makes in these videos and then putting it into the next video and it has just slowly expanded more and more to where he's able to do bigger things and then just perpetually gain more and more money. Um, you know, some of his recent videos, I built 100 wells in Africa, <laughs> world's <laughs> deadliest laser maze, <laughs> world's most dangerous trap. <laughs> $1 versus $100 million house. Train versus giant pit, Every- where he ran an actual train on tracks <laughs> into a <laughs> massive pit. Oh, by the way, all of these have over a hundred million views. Yes, uh, his, I th- his most recent one from four days ago only has seventy-five million views. Only seventy-five million. That um, is ridiculous. He also has two hundred thirteen million subscribers, so he's regularly getting regularly getting fifty percent subscriber views. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Like ten no. percent is what you're trying to go for. No, I mean Mr. Beast. I think even if you aren't really active on YouTube, you've probably heard the name. I mean, he's one of those guys who's just been on top of it. Love him or hate him. Um, as far as Mr. Beast controversies, I really don't know that much about him um but yeah there's no denying he's doing well on youtube so for instance pewdiepie has 111 million subscribers so about Mm. half right of mr beast and his most recent video the reason why i left sweden only has 2.8 million views so i mean not to compare but if we're doing comparison of one of the biggest former youtubers like 
Like Mr. Beast is exploding. Like, but here's the thing though, he's a star. I think YouTube. He's one of YouTube's stars. Yeah. Like they don't want to touch him now. He's and, he's got. The really problem big. is stars. They burn bright and then they fizzle out. He's so. gonna fizzle out one of these days. I mean, I would say he's one of those. Um, needs to put a nest egg away is what he needs to do. <laughs> he's one of those mature stars now that are right. they're gonna they're gonna die out soon. Right. I think he grew. He grew and grew. I mean, he's probably still growing, but like Pew, I don't think Pew, he's blown beast up. This beast. Yeah. I don't think he's. Um, you know, growing as fast as he used to, but uh, it's not like T series, <laughs> where I think they're at like they're over. Are they still growing so much? Let me see what T series is at. It's at something ridiculous, by the way. T series has two hundred fifty three million subscribers, but their last video twelve hours ago only has thirty thousand views, mm-hmm. and the one before that only has seven thousand views, and the one before that only has four point two. Dude. Very sad, very sad. These oh, are terrible man. views. So that was our YouTube rant. Uh, thanks, Liam, for that uh, uh, submission. Uh, next up, um, Jaja.stst. We all know who that is, right? Jaja. Jaja. Jaja Biggs. <laughs> uh, wants us to talk about Minecraft. Um, I would love to. I haven't played Minecraft in a hot minute. Uh, I hear they're up to some controversial things with their server management haven't heard that i have something else that you I have something else about. what were you going to talk about though? oh continue with what you're talking about they're just uh making it ever more and more difficult to run a minecraft server and make money from it so um you know with all of the the issues relating to the multiplayer chat they wanted to make it safer i guess for kids and whatnot so they added a way for you know players to be banned across all of minecraft network ever um, indefinitely if need be. Um, and then they made it difficult for servers to circumnavigate that, uh, made it difficult for servers to do other things too. Uh, I haven't been fully paying attention, but what I've, I have seen that with the release of 1.20, um, some, you know, policy changes around Minecraft servers is, uh, not very helpful. So Jasper, that's what you're interested in. The Minecraft servers? Yeah. yeah I'm interested in the mob votes. The mob have votes. Have you guys paid attention to the mob votes? Connor, you haven't even paid attention. Guys, the mob votes are the biggest thing ever. People get to vote on what new mob gets added to Minecraft. They literally get to vote. And can I tell you, these mob votes are some of the worst like the 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 outcomes are some of the worst outcomes ever. They put up just the most recent mob vote. Penguin, armadillo, and crab. This is what they would look like. Penguin, armadillo, and crab. Which one do you think won? Crab. Yeah, right? You would think. I would have gone for penguin, but I'm looking at the well, results. Well, guess what? Guess who won? Armadillo. armadillo. They always pick the worst one. Like, the worst one always wins. There was one where it's like this old turtle, a stone golem, and this uh, creature that exists inside the mines that will sell you stuff. And everybody picked the turtle. It's like, we had a stone golem and a little thing that would sell you things. Like, oh, man. Like, all of these are such wastes. Uh, there was one... Oh, yeah. And that, that uh, the turtle one was called the sniffer. And then, uh, hold on. There was another one. They had a vote one time that included the copper golem. It was like a copper golem and... Uh, 
And this little fairy thing won. And it's like, what the heck is going on? So I think all this Minecraft mob voting, I think it's either controlled by the stupidest people in the world or the outcome has already been chosen. Oh, in other news, um, I forgot um, this happened a couple months back. The Minecraft wiki um, moved from minecraft.fandom.com right. to minecraft.wiki. Way better. Yes. Fandom is just kind of crap. Minecraft wiki leaks. That's what I'm looking <laughs> for. Yeah, I want uh, Julian Assange. <laughs> Julian get on that. Assange. Get in on that Minecraft vote. All the conspiracies that's happening with the Minecraft mob vote, you know. Please, oh man, I'd love that. Um, That mob vote's probably just a bunch of ten-year-olds. Oh, I want the turtle. That's the thing. It's always these little kids who ruin it for the rest of us. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Leave Minecraft to the adults. Can we get Minecraft slapped with an M rating so I can have (laughs) actual smart, intelligent people vote on these votes and not just people go like, that looks like a turtle. What does does an M rated Minecraft look like? M rated Minecraft? Let me tell you right now. And you're going to think, oh, guns, Micah? No, not guns, okay? Boobs? No. Come on. I said M, not 10-year-old's version of Minecraft. (laughs) Of course. Dismemberment. I knew it. It's already there. Oh, also, side blocks. Blocks that you can place and, like, turn the curvature of them. Like any normal oh, like person. like half slabs? Yeah, sure. Sure, but no, I'm saying, like, you can turn the orientation of the block in whatever direction you want it to be. Now, that's an M-rated. No. M-rated Minecraft is with where you can have vertical uh, half slabs. Ver- vertical vertical half, half, slabs. half slabs. Might I remind you, M stands for Mature. A so this would be a mature game. version of it this would game. Be. It would be. And you know what else would be in there? Uh, cooking eggs. Yeah, Why is there put a that cooked in the egg in the game? There's no, no cooked egg. There's no cooked egg. You have to you make a cake. You put raw eggs into the cake. Right, and that makes the cake. And you even craft it. You don't even make it in the oven. So you're so eating, you're eating raw, raw ingredients. Egg, yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Have me. Have me be the guy. I will make Minecraft great again. There we go. Mimiga. You hear it. You heard it from. You Mimica. heard it here first. Mimica. Make Minecraft, Make Minecraft great, great again. again. Thank you. He didn't know what he was getting himself he does into not know. with that question. Thank you, Jack, for your uh, thank you your question. Thank you. Can't even make butter in Minecraft. Right. It's got to be gold. Yeah. Right. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Don underscore underscore two asks. I think the former former guest friend of the uh, yes. podcast, right? Yes. Former guest. Yeah. Uh, when you ask Alexa when WW3 starts, World War Three, I guess, um, uh, she says it's tomorrow at 6 p.m. What do you think? I don't have an Alexa here, so I don't, I don't know. I can't test that. If you're listening to this podcast right now, World War Three did not happen. Tomorrow. You don't know that, actually. I could post the episode still. You know, being the military because they drafted me into oblivion. Oh, true. Still on if, the plane. If they're drafting, episode. if they're you drafting, say, hold on, guys, us, gotta get this podcast. We've lost. First. I'm just saying because remember, we're four F dudes. I've got bad lungs and bad feet. Jasper, you got bad wrists. We're both. I got, got bad wrists and bad three eyes. Three of yeah. us are glasses. We're four F guys, so if we're going to war, we've lost. Yeah, like I, they wouldn't. Yeah, they turn us all back. They're, if they're drafting us. 
I, I, I know as soon as they're drafting me, I'm like, we've lost the war. I think the military has to lower their standards, though, because you know, and this is like a report that came out recently. They're having a hard time recruiting people. Of course they are. Too many, too many Pe- people have issues. People are wising up. Yeah, I don't really want to go die in a foreign land for, what again, American freedom? Oh, my bad. Oil. <laughs> right. Well, there's our politics for today. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Don that, underscore underscore two. World War Three. If it happens tomorrow, uh, we're going to live in the woods. Um, last question, Elizabeth Rubin. She asks, answer some would you rather questions. All right, here we go. We have to come up with the questions. Oh, we have to come a, up with the questions. Are you kidding me? <laughs> would you rather eat a whole bag of... Of oven baked parm crisps <laughs> or die <laughs> go to World War Three. <laughs> the latter. I mean uh, if I get to fly in a cool plane. Would you rather be more attractive or more intelligent? Would you rather your partner be more attractive or more intelligent? Neither. All right. I didn't marry her for her attractiveness or her intelligence. Those are just bonuses. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Underdressed. Under. Mm. Yeah, always. underdressed. Would you rather I'm add always. text here or add text here? Add text here. <laughs> yeah, add text Sorry, here. Come from a meme. Does it look like they finished that one? Great question to end on. That Thanks for your terrible. submission, Elizabeth Rubin. We we tried. We really tried. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really try a lot, but... We should review these questions before we start answering them. No, that's the best part. We, oh, okay. We okay. All right, Jasper. Do we have any more questions? That's all that I got. That's it. All. Would you mm-hmm. rather have a terrible short-term memory... Or only be able to remember, remember things that happened to you a long time ago. Wait, that's the same? Oh, crap. That is <laughs> Would you rather only be able to remember things that happened to you a decade ago or only be able to remember things that happened to you in the last 30 minutes? Those are both pretty terrible. Mm. That makes it a good one. Yes, that makes it I feel it like it'd have to be 30 minutes. How would you work... Look, I have ADHD. That's me all the time. I'm trying to get tested for that right now. Really? And Actually, it is I, I'll say this: I haven't been diagnosed. I'm, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I have something. I haven't been yeah. diagnosed. So, full disclaimer on that: I, I don't want to. Uh, I, I know, I know. I, I'm sure people who are diagnosed with it um, are like, weren't well, diagnosed with anything, and people who aren't are making jokes about it. Right. I'm sure they're not super I'm, happy with that. Okay, so I called in. To try and see, because you know me. I have terrible attention. Yeah. Uh, so I called in. I was like, hey, how does this work? And I said, let's talk with your insurance. We'll get back to you. So they called me today. They're like, well, it's three meetings. And I was like, three meetings? Meet me and tell me if I have it or not, right? They said, number one is the consultation. It's like $300. I was like, holy crap. It's just a consultation, Right, meeting with me to say if we should or not. It's three hundred dollars. The testing is like sixteen hundred dollars. Good grief! Like, good lord. 
Is this without insurance or with insurance? Yeah, this is out of pocket, straight out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And then they said, and then the final lab results day, that's another 200 I was like, what? What? Why is it $200 for you to read me my results? <laughs> anyway. Welcome to mm-hmm. American Healthcare. healthcare. <laughs> well, it's because my deductible is so high. I got like a $4,000 deductible before they start, you know paying out like yeah. pay uh, this is that. the same thing for me i have a high deductible and uh one of those health savings accounts i've got a health savings account and i've got a lot saved up so i might use it for that but geez louise anyway. i figured it was cheaper than getting a uh a more expensive health plan right because uh, i have it the i can goes have to waste every month because you're not using it yeah right? i can have the out-of-pocket max you know however much that is saved up and um you know use that until i you know yeah, yeah. I remember my whole first year having the best one, and be like, "Man, I got the best insurance possible." And I'd go to the doctor, and they'd be like, "Hey, it's still fifty dollars." And I'm like, "Well, how much was it out of pocket?" It's like, "Oh, it had only been hundred fifty. I'm like, "I'm paying four hundred dollars a month in healthcare. This is ridiculous." Yeah, so it d- definitely wasn't that. worth it. Just looking at the numbers, not at all. Um, Terrible. Shouldn't have done it. I mean, I've, and I just passed open enrollment for my insurance. Right. So, if I wanted to get checked out for ADHD, I could wait till next year, oh, yeah. bump up my yeah. insurance plan, and then go get it. Yeah, and then pay it off the rest of that year, and then yeah, get a step down afterward. Yeah, is that insurance fraud or no? Uh, okay, no, it's open enrollment. I can do what I want. All right. Yeah, it's free. I mean, insurance is covering it. If your idea is, hey, I want insurance to cover this, let me change my insurance, that doesn't seem like fraud. That seems like a good business move. Maybe. <laughs> like, it maybe. doesn't seem like fraud. There's there's, there's some areas. Watch that, it be fraud. Yeah. Watch it be like, oh, you wanted better coverage? <laughs> fraud. <laughs> Watch uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield and start investigating me after this podcast episode. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. 30 minutes or th- 10 years? Like I said, I... I pretty much forget what I was doing 30 minutes ago all the time. So. You know what's crazy? We were 10 years old 14 years ago, Jasper. 14 or 15 years ago. Yeah. That is crazy to, to me to think about, that it's been 15 years since I was 10. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Connor, that's 11 years for you. No. Does that not feel strange that it's it a does. decade ago that you were 10 years old? Yeah. That is so crazy to me. I mean, think about something even shorter. This podcast... I went back and listened to a little bit of the first episode. You guys were like fresh into college. Right. Yeah. Talking about life, studying. Yeah. Talking about going on dates. That was five five years ago? Five. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I think it's going to be crazy just to look back on this later in life and just relive those moments. Cringe. Cringe. Yeah. Uh, most of it is Make cringe. sure to show these to Warren when he's oh, Listening to old 15. podcast episodes, it is pretty much cringe. I can't wait until <laughs> my son... And if Grant has kids, his his children listen to Zodiac Track. Like I I cannot wait for them to hear Zodiac Track, and maybe like to Grant's kids and be like, "Hey guys, have you heard your dad's music?" <laughs> you know, because I I assume Grant's going to continue in this, but I feel like he's got other ventures because he's always he's an idea guy, mm-hmm. right? He's always got something new. Um, so I can't wait to be like. Here's what me and your dad made. Uncle <laughs> Jasper. Guys, I don't know about you. This has been a great episode. This has been a great yeah. episode. Um, well, now now that we're uh, episode's almost over, let's go ahead and talk about Star Wars and politics now. 
Or the politics of Star Wars. No. Or 1980s policy Star Wars. Ooh. That Reagan yeah. did. Yeah. Any of those. All, all kinds of stuff. All right. Well, I'm done. How's the joke? I yeah, don't want to talk about it anymore. We're, we're too tired about all of that. To... Mm-hmm. Oh, is it now that we talk about Israel? <laughs> yes. Anyway, I've got some ideas. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> hear our ideas? Uh, oh, indeed. You want to hear Jasper's ideas on Israel? It's on our only jokers. Patreon. <laughs> only jokers. Only jokers. Oh, this is where we plug our Patreon, remember? Yeah. No, if you want uh, some only joker exclusive content, uh, maybe some pictures. Some videos. <laughs> he makes it sound so dirty. <laughs> if you want to uh, see our Joker feet, our butter feet, mm. that was definitely talked about. <laughs> Connor's taking a picture right now. Um, oh, my shoes. <laughs> yeah, get those shoes off. Um, actually, Meredith will hate me for this. I vacuumed the rug that we're sitting on, wearing my shoes the whole time. I know that's like illegal to do or something. I know, right? Anyway, if you guys would like more of this content, um, uh, go on over to our Patreon, Missing the Joke, Become a Joker. www.com. Stuff come, yeah. www. You can go to missingthejoke.com. There we go. Click on join our Patreon. You can also buy stickers from that. Stickers are still on sale. We haven't sold out of our first batch. <laughs> Still on that. com. I think it's actually just missingthejoke.com. I, if I set up www.missingthejoke.com, that would be phenomenal because I never do that. We're also going to look into getting www.com. <laughs> Oh, boy. Subscribe so uh, they can afford it. <laughs> that, <laughs> right. Imagine the 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 bill on that. That's got to be worth at least a dollar, a thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, ten thousand dollar, just to buy www. the dot com. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed because I'm very tired. You are, and that was funny to me. Yeah, it was. Very funny. Um, no, but uh, go on there. It, 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 okay, so if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about our most recent episode, you can email us at missingthejoke.com. No, uh, at gmail. Missingthejoke at gmail.com. Or missingthejokepodcast. Missingthejokepodcast at gmail.com. Either of those emails refer to the same one. Um, you can also send us a voicemail or text at, if you guys remember, 501 291 2218. Uh, right. I have to text myself every 30 days so that the Google Voice account does not get deactivated. Right. So if you guys would like to send to for that account to not be deactivated, leave us a text. Leave us a text or leave a us voicemail. a voicemail. We want to hear you. In fact, if you leave us a voicemail, we will play it on the show. We, we will, will play it on the show. Play it on the show no matter what it says. Please don't leave us any Semitic stuff. We'll, we'll put that in the only jokers content. Yes, we'll do it in the only jokers content. That's going to be the new name of our Patreon now. Only jokers. Only jokers. Yeah, that's very fun. OJ. Right. Um, we have an OJ account. And subscribe now because the AI podcast. Oh yeah, that will be, be the out. Next one. Our AI. Actually, no, you've only been listening to the AI podcast, the non-AI podcast. That's the good stuff. That's on oh. only jokers. Right. Self-generated. 
the AI stuff started when I stopped blowing my nose. Yeah. Oh, well. If you're wondering, you haven't heard me blow my nose for the last 20 minutes. That's why. Or I took some Sudafed. Or I gave you a coffee. Or one of those. The world may never know. All right. Well, this has been a fun time with my alleged white friends. Alleged. It's time to go home. Uh, If you enjoyed this, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. If you give us a one-star, well... I guess there's nothing really we can do about it. A lot of room for improvement at that point. (laughs) (laughs) This has been uh, Missing the Joke. Tune in next time, whenever that is, to miss Miss another joke. joke. Oh.